Mike, turn your games down. What are you playing? Episode June of 2023. I am Mike Hubbard, and who is with me tonight? Hi, I'm the Let's Play Princess, Phoebe Stanton, and we are now in the canon event. <laughs> Michael Colby uh, from several podcasts that I'm sure we'll talk about at the end. A guy about? who plays video games. <laughs> <laughs> You're from hey, Jack sure. Billings Present is one of them. Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex, yes, is one okay. of them. <laughs> is your friendly neighborhood, Carrie Carusetta, on Twitch and YouTube? I'm John. Been on here once before. Uh, and welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. And I know a lot of times you're on Emmanuel's show, correct? Yeah, we do, the, we do the Mystery Movie Friends over on his channel uh, a lot. So he, <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a mountain of movies to edit, and he just hasn't had time to do them all, so... Hey, just like we talked about before the recording in the, in the green screen, this is why I don't do video editing. <laughs> I don't want to tackle that too. Yeah, I do some video editing. It's it's a lot. It's it's extremely time consuming. Yeah, I can edit eight hours worth of audio within a week. I don't want to add. I don't like doing. I mean, I can. I I don't want to add videos. I feel like that will take a lot longer. Yeah, I'm not gonna miss. As we do every month, we are here for another what are you playing episode where we talk about games and movies that we have been enjoying the last past month and i'm always joined by other people i do have a couple things that are a little problematic that i'm going to mention about documentaries i was watching but we will, there will be a warning before i get to those so it's just there is some stuff that i will have warnings before i mention one more details but before i even mention it because i was watching some weird shit this past month but first we should start with a game phoebe what is something you've been playing of uh, recently i've been going back through the catalog bought a lot of games over the past couple of years that I just never got to touch, so I'm finally getting through some of those. Man, God of War 2018's really good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, live Alive, not entirely sure. It's a great game. You just, where are you at so far in, li in, in Live Live? I'm not that far into it. I'm probably just starting the prehistoric age. I do at least like the aesthetic because if that... Weird. Yeah, the prehistoric age starts, and even your menu system is mm -hmm. speaking in caveman talk. It will go stick is stick. Then you build mm -hmm. an axe, and it's just like axe is good, bash head well. And I'm it like, it's better. Just I'm I'm really hoping that if I get to like the the far future, it's gonna just be an all binary and stuff. If they keep that type of aesthetic going, ah. But yeah, yes, mostly I, uh, there's just some. God of War is really good diablo 4 just started really today playing necromancer and i'm i'm enjoying it so far which is weird because i'm not normally a diablo fan i haven't touched diablo since two i figured everybody else i knew was buying it so i i might as well yeah i sure. i, I thought about opening. buying it I but then i was hearing so much about like servers not working and like the uh, microtransactions and like all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. I sort of just played through three again. I don't mm -hmm. know if I'm, I don't know if I can't wait until this thing is patched up before I start playing it. Uh, yeah. What platform would you be playing on? I I'll say I'm playing Diablo four on PS five. I've had absolutely zero issues whatsoever. PS four as well as my roommate is also doing PS4 and they've experienced such bad server issues that, you know, they can't get in for three hours at a time. That is, I don't even understand how, I mean, I've been, I'm playing on PS5. I've been playing, I pre-ordered it. I've been playing since it launched. I've had never had to wait even five seconds to connect to a game. The whole time. I've never had, to, I've never had a single connection issue. I haven't been disconnected. 
and I've never had, yeah, I've never had to wait. Like I just start it and it just starts. It doesn't, it takes, yeah. I mean, less than five seconds to, to play. I've well, had to I was say, does that game have yeah. cross play or? It does. It has cross play okay. across all systems. So I was thinking maybe the PS4 and PS5 had completely different servers. No, but it might be, I don't know. I mean, I am on, I don't know if a connection, I'm on fiber internet and I'm with a Wi-Fi. I get, I get, I think my speed test on my PS5 is like 600 megabytes per second. So, I mean, I don't, it's not that. Not as good as my computer that's wired directly to it, but oh, our cap is a hundred. So <laughs> oh yeah, so that that could be. I will say like on fiber Listen, internet, our cap is a hundred. It's the best we can possibly get in this location, and it actually stays at a hundred most of the time. The last internet we had was t- a cap of twelve, and consistently it was anywhere between three megabytes mm-hmm. and oh, five hundred kilobytes. Oh, so Phoebe, you really are high school in the past. Yeah, yeah. Say, that okay. sounds like when I was connecting with my 56k modem in high school. <laughs> it does sound. I mean, yeah, that's not good internet. Yeah, yeah I'm on uh, T-Mobile home internet, and it bounces anywhere between like 20 to 50 to 90, just whenever it feels like it. And I, I have played uh, five, six hours of Diablo and haven't had any issues at all. As long as I can stream and everything works well, and it actually looks 720p. I, I'm completely happy. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't had it even visually break up. It's, you know, I, mean, I, assume, it, I assume it's 4K. I don't know, because I only have a 1080p TV, but it looks good to me. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to remember what Digital four? Foundry said about it. I, think yeah, I was not expecting it. those cutscenes to look that good, especially on the PS4. Yeah, they look good. They look beautiful, the, especially that opening cutscene. It was also uh, way darker and scarier than I expected. Yeah, that opening is, is definitely more like up. Diablo 1 and 2. Yeah, because my wife was watching me play it, and my son is going to play it with me, but he hasn't started yet. And she's like, you're going to have to have him like skip the cutscenes. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, when they do the, the, the zoom in of that one uh, right in the beginning cutscene, I think it's a monk. Yeah, yeah. I was just mm-hmm. like, I can't tell if that's a model, if that's a person. Yeah, it was really, it was really good looking. It looks cool. I have no interest in Diablo. Not my style. Yeah, of game. see, I've been I've been in Diablo since when I was in when I had my first job working at Target back in like '99. Yeah, 1999. And all the guys up there all played Diablo One. They're all like super into Diablo One. And so I was like, oh, I should check this out. And then Diablo Two came out like right after that, and I was like, oh, I'll just go straight to Two. So I I never played One except for I played a demo. But I've been since Diablo Two came out. I uh. I went to Hastings, which is a now bankrupt, defunct uh, store in Texas. And that's and too bad because Hastings was great. Hastings was about awesome. Hastings. Yeah, I picked up, <laughs> I I picked up Diablo two in the box the day it came out, and I've uh, been playing ever since. So, though I, I have, I'll say, I played Diablo two from like 2000 to like 2007 or so. Um, I only played Diablo three for like a year, so. I didn't. I didn't keep up. Though I, I like Diablo three actually. Especially I liked. Uh, I I picked it up again when uh, they ported it to to a console. And I, I so I do like. I'm not someone who's like, oh, Diablo three sucks. It just didn't hold my attention the way Diablo two did for you know almost a decade. But yeah, Diablo four. I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving it a lot. I'm playing a a a druid doing a kind of focusing on on beast shape on a werewolf shape specifically. It's a lot of fun. See, I know that my blizzard ip will never come back and that's starcraft oh it will starcraft 2 is still like doing well i think i bet there will be a starcraft 3 eventually well, Phoebe, you're, you're a starcraft fan then 
I'm huge on StarCraft. I, I know still somebody... kind of hope that StarCraft Ghost comes out in some shape or form. StarCraft 3 will, I'm sure. <laughs> Make myself play StarCraft 1 someday. I know someone I can, that will join me. Okay. Yeah, me too. I love StarCraft. Okay, I've never StarCraft's played it. awesome. And it's yeah. been on my list to someday play, but I hate, I love and hate RTS. So there's that. Uh, StarCraft 2 is a lot easier. It's very beginner friendly. Yeah, StarCraft uh, 2. RTS, yeah. but StarCraft 1, yeah, you're you're going to have some problems. I'll be cheating if I can. So Power overwhelming. There's your cheat code. All right, we're good long. to go. Let's put on the show. <laughs> Michael, what is some stuff you've been playing? Oh, man. Well, I got that We Love Katamari reroll. And, oh, man, that game is is maybe perfect. I love those Katamari games so much. And I like I platinumed it within the weekend that I got <laughs> it. it I, I that's not like I like things that are different. But normally I'm I'm big on like third person action games and like dark like role playing games and games where you're, you know, a solitary person on alien worlds that are trying to kill you. And Katamari is none of those things. <laughs> no, it is not. But my goodness, the music and the aesthetic of that thing and everything about We Love Katamari is like top notch. I don't think they got any better than We Love Katamari so far. And that the remake is just that game and it just looks great. On the PS5, you know, I do have a 4K TV and it's like in it, it looks insanely good. It has for some weird reason, it still has pop up like things still like pop up when you get close to them. I'm like, there's no reason for this. But at the same time, I also don't care that much because it's still Katamari for nostalgia reasons, I guess. But it would have been You're nice to, it, to not see it. <laughs> You're definitely selling me on it because I've been I, I see it every so often on Steam on sale. I'm like, oh, hmm, do I want to buy it yet? But now I might actually bite the bullet next time I see it. I mean, the the remaster is 30 bucks. There's if you haven't played it, there's no reason not to pay $30 for that game it is it's it's just so charming and addictive. And yeah, there's there's something about this cute little prince, you know, this cute little dude rolling up a ball and then it gets so big that you're rolling up buildings and you're just hearing people scream. And then the screams just slowly die out. And <laughs> it's like it, it's it's a very it's a very strange game. And there's nothing about it that's bad. OK, it's been on my list forever to finally try. So, all right, maybe I'll but I'll probably it's supposed to be a steam sale soon. So I'm going to I'll keep an eye open. For yeah, it. put it put it on your wish list if you haven't played any. Any Katamar. I, I'm surprised that nobody has like strong feelings about Katamari. Yeah, it sounds I have a, like, but I have, um, I have like a uh, YouTube playlist of video game songs that I crowdsourced from a group and let people just add whatever they wanted. And some people added a couple of songs from the first game and I like the music. I played a little bit of the demo for reroll and I was just like, oh, this is neat, but it wasn't enough for, for me to buy it. So yeah, it's... not, not strong feelings. It, the music in two is better. And if you just played the demo, I, I don't know. I, I think a demo doesn't give you what you need to know about that game yeah. because like there's quirky characters, like everything is funny. Like there's not a wasted sort of comedy beat uh, in the game. 
and everything is just so weird. Yeah. I, I can't recommend Katamari games enough. And they're also like, if you're busy and you're playing something else, it's, it, you know, it's split up into levels that can take between like two minutes and, you know, half an hour, but you can just throw it on and, and play it and just have as much fun as you want and then turn it off and it's there when you come back. Okay. I'll to give it a try. John, what is something that you've been playing? Oh, boy. Uh, the same thing I was playing the last time I was on here. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Yes! Nice. <laughs> uh, I, the last time I was on here, I believe it was in November, and I had just, uh, I was going through A Realm Reborn at that point. And now I, the next story quest that I have to do is the first one of Endwalker. So I'm I'm at Endwalker. I'm really excited. I just finished Shadowbringers, the post Shadowbringers stuff a couple days ago. It was fantastic. I'm leveling classes, but I it's this has become my forever game. I'm literally playing it right now. <laughs> I am at when I finished the Realm Reborn, I was at like 86 hours, and I believe now I'm almost 770. Oh, damn! Wow. wow. I I took about two months off. Uh, April and May, and just basically hung around with my FC. Just they had the Moogle event. I ran Praetorium 70, 75 times, getting tomes for stuff you can buy from the special event. Um, I got a challenge from one of my FC members to get all of my crafters to level 75, and he would give me 10 million gil. I missed out on like a day. He he was going on a business trip, and he was like, yeah, if you got it done by the time I get back, I'll give you 10 million gil. And he got back like a day before I was done. So they are like, I'm, I was so, I was like a level away on each of the crafters. I was not happy. But yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite games of all time. I absolutely, I can't quit playing it. I know I should. I haven't played the only other, uh, I picked it back up in January. And the only other two games I think that I have beaten since I picked it up is um, original Resident Evil 4 and Ooh. It Takes Two. Those are the only two games I have played since okay. then. I have, I have not. Uh, I've, I've put about halfway through Resident Evil 4 Remake before I... And nothing wrong with RE4 Remake. I just got back to playing 14 and something came up and I kept going. But yeah, 14 is my forever game, I think. I love this game so much. What's your class and main job? Or what's your race and uh, main job? Uh, Ra, the, the lizard people the, with the horns. Is that how you say that? Ra? Ra, yeah. I'm an Ra. And... Boy, I kind of play a little bit of everything. Like, so right now, the ones, the classes I have leveled to um, 80, you know, where uh, Endwalker starts, I have my main tank. The one that I like playing the most is a Dark Knight. I like to tank. I, but, um, so I have like, I have Dark Knight, Machinist, Gunbreaker, Reaper, Sage. And right now, I'm working on Paladin, getting it to 80. So, but I would say my, my main right now is Reaper. I really like Reaper. No, so you have like a nice spread going there. Yeah, I, I I have every class unlocked in the game except for. Give me a second to click this button. I have not unlocked have, Scholar yet. That's the only one okay. I haven't unlocked. If you have yeah, Summoner, you should have Scholar because they level up together. Uh, no, Summoner is the Arcanist class. Summoner starts as Arcanist and and or yeah, starts as Arcanist goes to Summoner. Scholar is Scholar White White Mage. Yes. Yeah. So I was yeah, gonna say, I, and they I, both I, branch off from. Uh, Arcanist. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, and they still work together because I have a level 90 summoner and I've never touched Scholar, but it's also level 90. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. I will have to look into that because I 
I'll unlock the last class I haven't unlocked. But yeah, I like I said, I've got like almost 770 hours in the game in one six of months. Us. One of us. That's a I, lot. I I played eleven a ton, but I I don't touch MMOs anymore. I can't go back to them. Same. I played WoW when it my, first came out, and play- I gave up MMOs. Uh, I did play fourteen a little. Bit. I did play fourteen a little bit, but yeah. I just can't. Yeah, I, I, I liked I, it, but I can't do MMOs or else I won't play anything else. I, I like to yeah. start games and finish them. I I can't imagine playing something that just keeps going and going and going. It it, yeah. it makes me so anxious just mm-hmm. to think about playing something like that. Mm-hmm. Same. I I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, a friend of mine, I was like, you should play 14. I'm like, it sounds great, but my life is already busy enough. Like, I don't have time. Oh, it, it has ruined my, like, wanting to do, uh, well, not wanting to do other things, but it's the thing of, like, I want to get caught up because I know the next mm-hmm. expansion is coming up probably in the next few months. So, like, I want to be caught up for when the next expansion drops. And that's why I've just been focusing on 14 so much. But yeah, my playtime right now is 32 days, two hours. Uh, and <laughs> I, I, pro- I, would, I would say five to eight of those hours are uh, AFK. So it's yeah. mostly playtime. That's pretty good. Yeah, I uh, found a really cool uh, free company. A lot of cool people really like it. Um, yeah, it's just I adore this freaking game. I, it has taken me through every emotion under the sun from sitting here bawling like a baby to wanting to strangle a character in the game. Like, ugh. <laughs> does oh, the I name understand. start with a Z? The one I want to strangle, um, they're on the list. I completely get it. I, I yeah, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, it's For the guy who played way too much eleven. Except I've heard fourteen's way better. There's no standing around in, <laughs> oh, four- in town waiting for things to happen. So yeah, fourteen is once you once you get past like I always hear people say, oh, just skip a Realm Reborn. You don't need to play Realm Reborn. It's a slog, which I completely agree. It is a slog, but if you don't play a Realm Reborn, you're missing out on the foundation of the game. That foundation is full of holes, mind you, but you are you're missing out on what starts the game and you like you don't know characters, you wouldn't know stuff that's happened. You need to play a Realm Reborn, uh, ARR before you like you don't just jump to Heavensward because you will be lost. Even though Heavensward is still maybe my favorite expansion. At the very least, they do change up a realm reborn every once in a while so that getting more and more streamlined all the fetch quests are pretty much gone at this yeah point. they've added i think every quest has npc uh party members now yeah I think they're up some dungeons sh- have been changed so that way they are teaching you mechanics for mm-hmm. later expansions earlier well i know like very uh, nice yeah, I was talking about a Praetorium earlier, the one that I ran so many times. Apparently that thing, it's like a 45-minute long dungeon. Apparently it used to be like an hour and a half. Yeah, it, yep, it used to stop. So, but yeah, I ran that stupid thing 75 times. Phoebe, what is most stuff that you've been playing? Uh, Man, the Final Fantasy 16 demo kicks ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. I, I was going to play it last night, and I didn't. I, I wanted 14. to play 14. Oh, I'm in a quest line that i'm really enjoying so yeah i went to play 14 <laughs> yeah I, like, I, go ahead if you like double may cry especially one in five you'll uh very much enjoy this demo what uh, uh uh can i ask uh when does it turn into devil may cry because i played like an hour of that thing and it was so boring so <laughs> once you become uh God, once you get to child clive you finally gain the skill tree and everything and the first yeah. thing that i unlocked was a stinger but uh once 
you start messing with the skill tree aspect of the game, you're going to unlock different things like the ability to charge up your magic while doing sword attacks. Like, you unlock things, ability to charge up magic, ability to charge up your sword attacks, a stinger. But what the game doesn't tell you is that you can actually kind of do frame cancels into all these different things. So Mm -hmm. I was doing square combos while holding down the triangle button. So my frame cancel into a Faraga was more powerful. And then I canceled out of that into a stinger, which then started a new four hit combo. But once you beat the initial demo, there is a quote unquote second demo in the game called the icon challenge. It's some type of dungeon at a later point in the game, but they take out enough of the story beats to not spoil anything. When that happens, you have access to three separate icons, which are pretty much stance switches from Devil May Cry 3. Garuda is just Trickster. Uh, Titan is just Royal Guard. And Phoenix is whatever the hell Phoenix wants it to be. Yeah. So you can do uh, L2 is your button to switch between these icons, which normally in other games would be summons, but here they're the stances. So you can have Phoenix stance going where your circle button will be a, an instant teleport dash in to then quickly switch to Titan, which it's circle button. Every circle button in the or circle is contact sensitive, depending on which stance you're in or icon yeah. you have selected. And for Titan, it's a block. But if you perfectly hit circle at the right time and instead becomes like a counter parry. And for Garuda, it's Nero's grabby hand from TMC four and five. So you can pull enemies in into a launcher, into an air combo, then to a slam down onto the ground, into a stinger to push him far away, followed by dashing in towards them. And instead of doing another stinger or whatever, you could do an AOE attack, which is just a burst of flames because you're now in Phoenix mode. It, there's so many different things that you can string together. That you can also level up. So it, yeah. at later points in the game, it's going to get ridiculous. Yeah, I haven't played the second, the the, the uh, icon challenge, but I uh, I played the demo and I think I was like three-fourths of the way through the demo. I just went to the pause screen and pressed pre-order game and bought it. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then I finished the demo. Uh, that that game is, is so good. I love the story. I know people are comparing it to Game of Thrones in like a sneering way, but I like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, that's the other fun thing about the demo, that it already, in two hours, has better voice acting, a better soundtrack, more emotional growth between characters, and more plot and lore than the entirety of 15. Uh, and I like 15. <laughs> I like 15 a lot, um, though I didn't finish 15. I, I hear that the it's the back half of it that people don't like, but I, I really like the uh, the fellowship among the boys the friendship among the boys but but yeah but yes 16 is it it makes me feel like two uh, like 12 made me feel yeah the the best way to describe it is if you are just starting the demo and think that's going to be the whole game that's not the whole game it starts off like dmc1 it's going to be bare bones it's going to be you are going to have to unlock stuff but once you start unlocking stuff that thing gets into dmc3 and 5 areas of growth nice I'm looking forward to it. Four days from when we're recording this. Oh my god, is it four days? <laughs> comes out of four. Comes out on the well, five. I guess five. It comes out on the twenty second. So. Oh god, it is that close. Yeah. I used to really get so excited for Final Fantasy, but twelve is the last one I pre-ordered and bought the day it came out, and that yeah, still never beat that. Final <laughs> Final Fantasy for me, it always like 
I, I, I think I get it. And don't get me wrong. 16, gorgeous looking game. I was like, all right, I'm ready. I'm like, this is going to be my Final Fantasy. But it does this thing where I'm sure it gets good, but it doesn't do anything for me to like get my attention in the beginning. So like by the time it gets good, I don't care. I like I have I, I do not care what's going on. And it's a I know that this is a me thing. I'm not like saying that these are bad games, but like get it started a little bit sooner. Because, oh no, don't worry. We call that the moly. 13 syndrome. And I'm not like <laughs> I've been. Yeah, told, this one I, doesn't have like a 12 hour tutorial. Like, yeah, I, I was told that one of them, I think it was 12 was like oh yeah it opens up and gets really good after 40 hours and i'm like there is <laughs> oh no, no that's that's 13 percent chance that i'm going to play a game for 40 hours before it gets good are you kidding me 13 it's, is fine it's no, thir- good 13, until then. i think 13 is good and 40 is excessive it's like 12 hours but that's it's that's <laughs> much too much. Before it gets good no, no, listen, here's here's the scenario. 13 is good. Then it opens up and it gets better. 13.2 is an amazing game and people should not give it any type of crap. 13.2 is amazing. And that's where the trilogy stopped. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have I have all I haven't played 13.2 or Lightning Returns, but I have them. I just have Don't to play Lightning get around Returns. Except for the ending cuz the ending is the best part of that game. I played 13.2 once and then it my save got like I glitched out where I was supposed to grab an item and I not supposed to be able to leave the area until I grabbed the item. Well, I left the area and didn't grab the oh. item and then I saved and that was yeah. the end of that. So I mean that was over like God over eight years ago for sh- nine years ago. But I still have yet to go back. I was hurt, <laughs> but I liked what I played up till then. Uh, Michael, what are some games that you've been playing? <laughs> are we back to me again? Yeah, he hasn't come to me yet, but that's fine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have games to talk about, but but I'm gonna I'll secede my secede my time. I don't know what that I don't know what term I'm looking for. No, it's, uh, it's I mean it's either way. I'm sorry. Um, I've got a bunch of games to so just name one and then go to Mike and then come back later. I guess. Sure, name a couple. Yeah, sure. Uh, I've been so of course uh, y'all probably haven't heard of this indie game, Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom heard of it yeah no i've i i literally like took a day off work the day it came out and uh i've been playing that i i i'm glad this we had this podcast because i specifically tried the final fantasy 16 demo so that i would have something to talk about other than tears of the kingdom and diablo 4 so but then i have another game actually but um yeah i've been playing tears of the kingdom i love it it's um breath of the wild so so i'm old i'm 40 i say that every time i'm on here my my favorite video game for a good portion of my childhood was the original Legend of Zelda, and you know that was supplanted in junior high by uh, Chrono Trigger. But then, yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild was my favorite video game of all time, and then Tears of the Kingdom is like, oh, so you like Breath of the Wild? Well, here's some more of that, but better in every possible way. <laughs> so um, I guess Tears of the Kingdom is my favorite video game. I don't know. I don't want to say that, but uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I haven't okay. beaten it yet. I'm at the um, I'm at the point where I could have gone and beaten it about 20 hours ago. I'm not sure. Uh, a while ago, I got the quest to go beat the game, and then I'm like, well, yeah, but I haven't found all the shrines, and I haven't finished mapping all the depths, and there's like a couple of sky islands I haven't been to, so I'm gonna keep doing that. And there's like a couple of Gliocks I haven't killed, so I'm going around. There's some armors I haven't gotten. A lot of armors I haven't gotten. I've I probably 
if I if I wander around and do stuff, I've probably got another like hundred hours of game before I go beat it. So yeah, I love that game so much. It's so good. If you want a game that's uh, Breath of the Wild except better in every possible way, can I introduce you to a little game called Elden Ring? Oh well, yeah, Elden Ring's my, <laughs> oh my second favorite God. video game. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've uh, I, I've got uh, Elden Ring is another game where I took off the day it came out. Took off work the day it came out. Um, I've got I've got like 500 hours in Elden Ring. Oh, so big big Elden Ring fans. Slowly but surely getting through that. Yeah, I love Elden Ring. Oh, it's so um, good. I've been I've been giving it some time. I haven't played it in a while. I want to give it a few months, or maybe maybe wait till the end of the year and then come back to it. Maybe play it after I finish Starfield. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm weirdly psyched for Starfield. Uh, like I don't know. There's Bethesda has given me no reason to be <laughs> excited about one of their new games, <laughs> but I'm like <laughs> over the moon excited for they Starfield. Got me. They got me, and the thing is, it's going to be free on Game Pass, and my computer yep. can't run it, but for five extra dollars a month, I could have Game Pass Ultimate and stream it. Oh. And so I'm just going to upgrade to Game Pass Ultimate for three or four months and stream it, and I'm ex- I'm, I am I'm can't imagine that for five dollars a month, I'm going to dislike it, but we'll see. It'll be my very first Elder Scrolls or Fallout game to not play heavily modded. <laughs> so I normally, I, I run Skyrim like with 150... 130 mods fallout 4 my mod list was like 90 something so and Morrowind and same oblivion fallout 3 new vegas so it'll be your first time not modding but i'm looking forward to it a lot even though i didn't watch the 45 minute thing I, I i kind of avoid trailers for things that i'm excited for so yeah i i watched that because i was like should i be excited for this thing and i was like all right, they got me. They're they're doing it. I I think it's going to be as long as it doesn't launch, you know, in a Bethesda way. I think it's going to be good. What are you yeah. saying, Mike? <laughs> I don't I understand. What are you talking about? So my one thing that's got me thinking about it in a positive manner is, uh, you know, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. When that came out, the internet just you know lost their minds about how buggy it was and how crappy all the bugs. Just so many bugs, and it like was setting people's like ps4 is on fire or something i don't know i played it on stadia and experienced nothing but joy it played like a fucking dream i experienced lag once for about three seconds and that was it and the only and i did have bugs because there's a buggy mess but none of them were like game breaking bugs at all they were just things that made me have to like reload a save or something and so i had a great time with that especially because i didn't have to pay for it they put a lot of effort in for those 100 people that had a stadium played on there didn't they yeah well, they, they paid me <laughs> They, Google paid me to play it. I, I ended up making forty dollars profit on Cyberpunk. Oh. So I'm, now I'm going to really? buy it. I'm a, yeah, because they they did a thing where if you buy the game for sixty dollars, they send you the Founders Edition, which is a Stadia controller and a Chromecast Ultra. And then I sold the Stadia controller and the Chromecast Ultra for a hundred dollars. Uh, so wow. I got paid forty dollars profit. I think I think if so, they would have paid me forty dollars, I also would have played Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven exactly, exactly. for more than like an hour and a half. <laughs> and that's my point here. Starfield, if it if it sucks, I'm out five bucks. Yeah. So it's like I'm already paying for Game Pass. So if yeah, exactly. And I shouldn't experience too many bugs playing on, you know, like Microsoft's special series X's that they have in like a freezer somewhere or whatever. <laughs> We'll Look, at the very least, it's a Bethesda game, so even if it's a buggy piece of shit, it'll get to Game of the Year. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know. Does 76? Does 76 count? 
76 is like an experiment. It's like yeah, 76 doesn't survive. count. Apparently, we don't, it's we don't good talk about now, though. I've heard it is good now, <laughs> and you can play it for free on Game Pass. It just takes a while sometimes. Yeah, I have. I mean, played. I just remember people talk shit for Bethesda, and everyone loves Obsidian. It just jerks off over how great New Vegas is. I I had New Vegas the day it came out. It was unplayable for like two weeks. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. New it was Vegas a, it was, was a, a piece mess. of shit, buggy yeah. mess. And I've never yeah. played it unmodded. Um, unmodded, I didn't. I mean. I have played it unmodded since then, but I mean, yeah, no, I, I think that people get rose tinted glasses about New Vegas. I've never, I haven't played anything but three, unfortunately. Oh, well, New, New Vegas is great. I think it's the New best Vegas. in the series, but it's, yeah. it's, it's still, it was very buggy and I think it gets a lot of love also based off of its excellent DLC. Yeah, so the DLC, DLC in New Vegas is great. It 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 absolutely deserves <laughs> praise yeah, think, for that. I DLC. think people like get really excited about it, and then they forget that there's like five people living in all of New Vegas. Yeah, you know that's like also that. true. You go to the Las Vegas Strip, and it's just empty. Just but that's empty I mean, people get excited for uh, like Breath of the Wild and stuff too, and those open worlds are dead as hell. <laughs> At least that's explained. You know, I mean, you go to Hitino Village and there's people in, walking around and stuff. But in New Vegas, we are in a post-apocalyptic right, wasteland. <laughs> it's the one city that they say people are living in. But I, I hear you. No, you're yeah. right. You're right. I still love. I love New Vegas. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, so Tears of the Kingdom. I love it. It's awesome. And if you you know check out the just I my YouTube shorts or Facebook reels or whatever are full of uh, people building just insane stuff. Like someone built Metal Gear Rex. For Metal Gear mm-hmm. and it's amazing with a rail gun and everything it's it's pretty awesome okay yeah the most i've done is uh, i made like a uh a drone that ran into an enemy camp like with uh, s- uh spewing fire and electricity it was pretty cool i attacked a gliok with it and the gliok just roared at it and it disappeared this gliok's can uh can uh unspawn your devices Gleox and um, Lionels can roar your devices and make them disappear. Gleox, you may remember my my original Legend of Zelda fans. It's the boss of, I think, Dungeon 6, the original Legend of Zelda. All the big two-headed dragon. The three-headed, yeah. Three-headed. Okay, we talked about Uh, it in Oracle Seasons, which is how that would be before this. Dungeon (laughs) 1 of Well, Dungeon 1 is the one-headed one, and then you fight a a three-headed one in a later dungeon. I can't remember if it's... Six or seven. I think it's six, but it might be seven. But and any, any other games you've playing you've been playing too, Carrie, you want to mention? Uh yeah, well, so um I've uh, I've officially quit Reddit and deleted all my posts and everything, but the Reddit Dark Souls community does this cool thing. Every month or two, they have a two-week event uh where you play one of the old Dark Souls games and everybody plays and we all, you know, co-op and or invade or whatever, just play online and, and all that. And uh so it's the Dark Souls three event going on. Right now, the 13th through, I think, the uh, 24th or 27th. And so I'm, I've started up Dark Souls 3 for the, I don't know how many times. It's the 13th through the 27th, yeah. So I started up Dark Souls 3 again, playing uh, a Dex Pyromancer, which is how I beat Dark Souls 1 the first time, but I've never done one of those in Dark Souls 3. And Pyromancy is very different in Dark Souls 3. Well, magic in general is very different in Dark Souls 3 compared to the rest of the series, so... I'm liking I'm liking it, but I'm I'm sucking at it bad. I'm like just like I'm good at Dark Souls, and I but I'm just getting my ass kicked because it's been so long since I played it. I guess. And then coming from uh, Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom, it's disconcerting because you know the button you attack with in Tears of the Kingdom is the button you use items with in Dark Souls and so on. So like the very the tutorial <laughs> boss Udex Gunder 
you run up to him and I'm like, oh yeah, so th- I'm streaming too. I was streaming on Twitch, you know, Caruso on Twitch. And I'm like, all right, so we're going to spank Gunder real qu- fast. I ran up to him and just went chug, chug, chug and drank all my Estes <laughs> trying to like attack him and he just like beat the crap out of me. Oh. So it's fun. That's it's hard beautiful. to kind of shift between them. Oh. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm playing that. I just, I think I'm, I'm in the crucifixion woods for people that know Dark Souls 3. Ah, the swamp. I think I think uh, Dark Souls Three gets a lot more shit than it deserves. I love that game. I think oh, it's yeah. it's it's definitely my favorite of the Dark Souls games. Mm-hmm. Um, Same, but people are like, "Oh, it's just you know, it's just Dark Souls One, but better." And it's like, "Yeah, it's Dark Souls One, but better." Shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I know I get it. It's it's that it's it's a, it's a direct sequel to one. And it's making all these references and Easter eggs. Yeah. I think people are forgetting that it came out like seven years after Dark Souls 1. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, I get like if you play them all like in a row, then yeah, it seems kind of samey. But I don't know. I, yeah. Dark Souls 3. I mean, I love the whole series. I love every single game from Demon Souls to, to Sekiro to Elden Ring. But Dark Souls 3 is my favorite after Elden Ring. It's my, it's my favorite of the original trilogy for sure. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So. We could, uh, are we talking Souls now? Finally, <laughs> something I can get into. I haven't touched it in I'm a while. I'm always, I mean, talking, I miss... I'm always talking souls. I, I live and breathe souls. I've been talking souls any day of the week. I'm, yeah, I've been listening to a podcast so about demon souls. Even though I haven't played I am going to do demon souls for this podcast at some point because I'm just going to yeah. emulate it so I can cheat. Yeah. Demon souls <laughs> is... Demon Souls is below, like it's only below Bloodborne for me. It's Bloodborne then Demon Souls for me. I'm, I'm um, Demon so Souls. I definitely want to be on the Demon Souls too. episode. Okay, yeah, we'll be anytime soon. Game, and Demon Souls is the easiest it. one too, Mike. So you, know, you should okay. Be. It 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 is for sure. And I went through when I got my PS5. I did the the remake, and I was like, uh, I went through it one and a half times, and then went through it three quarters of the way. <laughs> with with a different character and i just looked at my playtime on it it's like 32 hours i'm like oh that's, <laughs> i think that's, I, that's like that's like a fourth of dark souls 3 yeah <laughs> it's it's so fast and like there's two hard bosses in that game yeah I, my my last my last run through i was trying to beat every boss in one try and freaking man eaters killed me once man eaters yeah that's <laughs> that's the one that's gonna mess you up <laughs> man eaters is a pain in the ass especially when they like fly and like one of them hangs out under the bridge and shit. yeah yeah I, but I, that, that was that they ruined my one run my one it's the same thing when i played dark souls 2 uh dark souls 1 uh recently bed of chaos broke my every boss in one try streak. man i fell into of, the freaking <laughs> hole six times bed of chaos bed is of a chaos. garbage fire Bed of yeah. Chaos is why Dark Souls 1 is my least favorite of the Dark Souls <laughs> games. <laughs> oh, the one-hit boss, but they just it's just a platform battle. Absolutely yeah, garbage boss. And I like I get hits. it, like I know the the story behind Bed of Chaos, but still, like no. they could have done something. Like take that boss out. You could have put another, you know, you well, could have put what they should have done. Was what they did with True King a lot in Dark Souls. Have a hard boss, and then you go to the one-hit story boss. Yeah. That would have made more sense. Have have something in front of I mean, let the Demon Fire Sage be the gateway to it or something. Yep, or move Quailana to it, which would make story sense, you know? But There, there Quailana, was a lot of things they could have done with that. Spider Scorpion yeah. Girl, right? In the... Yeah. Okay, in the cave. Oh, uh, Quailog? Oh, Quailog. Yeah, Quailana's yeah. the... 
Brett Coilana is the uh, the barkeeper or the one. Uh, yeah, the fire sister. The sister that you can the join her covenant. Yeah. Okay. Or kill her for her soul, which I do every time. Every time I play Dark Souls 1, like almost the very first thing I do is farm 30 humanity so I can open up the uh, the shortcut to Lost Isolith yeah. so that I save Solaire. Because yeah. the first time I played the game, I went in blind and I let Solaire die. Yeah, and I was like, same. never again, brother. So yeah, that's... I play it, I always make sure to save Solaire. That's Praise the, the smart way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I, sun, I Sunbro in every Souls game. I just picked up the Sunbro Covenant like this afternoon on my Dark Souls 3 playthrough. So I've only played Dark Souls 1 once, and it was a great, terrible time all at once, and I haven't touched it since. So yeah. oh, I, I, I think that's Dark the best way to play it. It's, uh, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if I have a least favorite. I guess two, one, one or two. I don't know. Two, I love them both. Two lets you I get rid of all the enemies, so that's a plus in my book. Yeah, I mean, two, two has, to me, the best story and the best characters. So, uh, John, any other games you've been playing besides 14 that you want to mention? Uh, since since we're talking, I don't know if you noticed I disappeared. My internet died. Since we're talking about Souls, uh, I played the demo for Liza P. Oh, oh it's cool. so good! Yeah, that, that was so really good. I I really want to like that game. Yeah, I really want to. I I want to like it so bad. The dodge is abysmal. The dodge is re- the dodge is slow, but I I have a feeling that ADP. you're going to be able to upgrade that like in two i i hope like, so because that that dodge it is the one it's the only thing that makes me go like i i don't i don't know i don't like this dodge it's so bad yeah there was two things in that in that uh demo that i was like i was like the dodge is too slow and i wish he looked more like a puppet but <laughs> that's like whatever he just, I, he I, just I, he's like a pretty boy pinocchio from disney's pinocchio just and everything else, <laughs> and then him, just that smiling little cell shaded wooden boy. That'd be great. Uh, it doesn't even need to go that far, but like you got to give him like hinges or something like make him look like a puppet. Cause right now he just looks like a, like a, a kid with, with a metal arm. He looks like the winter soldier. Yeah, he does. Oh, he does. Like, he he does looks look like, like a Twinkie version of the winter soldier. <laughs> Is there yeah. any place yeah. in that demo that actually tells you what each stat does? <laughs> you mean it doesn't like seem like up? that demo told you anything. Hmm. Could you could you press like uh, the L three in or anything? Because I, I know in the other uh, Souls games on P, on the PlayStation, you press in the the touchpad. No, you you can't do anything uh, with Liza P. Uh, as far as I can tell, that allows you to see what the stats mean when you're leveling up or on your character profile sheet. Yeah, that's for demo, sure. right. The demo was very yeah, one step. Sure one step back on different things like the fact that your souls or the equivalent of spawn outside of boss rooms when you die from a boss is very nice but not oh, knowing what nice, yeah. that does is yeah. very weird all oh, this looks like bloodborne yeah it is, it is yeah yeah it's, it's <laughs> oh somebody's already modded it somebody's already modded it too to be bloodborne <laughs> yes. like where you're you're in yeah, the hunter's yeah. carb and you have the saw cleaver that's cool yeah i haven't i don't pay any attention to what gets released because i i'm i play games so so many years <laughs> later <laughs> so i don't even care but i just looked it up now because you thought about this looks cool so john yeah, do you it, think it that was... game deserves to be 60 dollars it's uh, it looks fan- i think it looks really good it runs that de- uh, okay I'm, the demo looks really good the demo runs really well it's going to like be on the length like how long that game is because you know souls games you you get a good 
chunk of time out of. I, I don't know. It, I really want to like that game. And uh, Emmanuel and I, we were playing it one night. Uh, Commander Lionheart. We were playing it one night separately, but we were on Discord playing it at the same time. And we were both like, if this, if this was out now, I would buy it. But I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. But I want to keep playing more. So I, I'm probably going to get it when it comes out. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a weird game. I need to see the finished product. It, it's also a day one game pass. So if you have game pass. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yep. Yes, oh. it is. Oh, it's going to, it's game pass. Oh, well, there you go. Then I, yep. I'll play it that yeah. way. Cause I, I, did, I wasn't sure way. about buying it on PS5, but if it's going to be on game pass then I'll just play it there. Yeah. I'll give it a shot that way. And if I like it, I will buy it on PS5 because I would rather play on PS5 than Xbox. Yeah, I don't have an Xbox, and my my PC is kind of aging. I'd rather play on PS5, but I even more rather yeah. play for free. So yeah, I it's I I enjoy the demo. It the weird thing was like I consider myself kind of a Souls veteran. I've played almost all the Souls games multiple times. That final boss in that demo took me probably twenty some tries, and uh, Emmanuel he beat it in two, and he has only ever played Bloodborne. He walked through the final boss and I struggled for hours on that boss. I don't know why. It's it's one of those things like there's always bosses that are easy for some people and impossible yeah. for some like and I don't understand it. Like I, I always had a problem with uh with like uh oh, now I'm trying to think the the giant alien in Bloodborne son of costs no, no. The, uh, um, earlier, the one after the the oh wizards, oh yes the, yes I in the sure. nightmare. Yeah, in, oh um uh the one reborn. No 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 no. Well, yeah, it doesn't, like it doesn't matter. Is that the Amygdala? Look where you started. Oh, Amygdala, yes, Amygdala. Yes, Amygdala. Oh, oh, Amygdala. Okay. I always have a problem with Amygdala, but like I ran through Rom like my first like I think it took me two tries to beat Rom the first time, and then my brother's like. Oh yeah, I can, you know, uh, I did Amygdala my first time and it took him like 50 tries to do ROM and it's like oh, that's weird. it doesn't make any sense the the way that those bosses go. That's like Rom's when I was playing Wo Long, that first boss in the game, I died to more times than any other boss and I beat that game. <laughs> and I <laughs> that first boss destroyed me so many times. People can vouch for this because there's a YouTube video of it. My very first time ever going through Bloodborne, I first tried Orphan. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. yeah, that Orphan of Cosmos. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I did not. But uh, what's what's the boss earlier in the DLC? Ludwig or yeah. Lawrence? Yeah, Ludwig. Ludwig, though, yeah. Ludwig. Ludwig. The, the horse or the The beast? horse head. Oh, yeah, that's Ludwig. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that boss needs to go away. Oh, yeah, no, it's in an NCI. I, I, I didn't have any trouble with Ludwig, but uh, Orphan of Costs, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have any problem with Ludwig, but I had a huge problem with Lawrence. Which one is Lawrence? The the beast guy who, when you get him down to half health, he, like, rips in half and he just leaves oh. the trail of uh, lava. Oh, behind God, him. that oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I one-shot it, or not one-shot it, but I beat him my first try. I had no problem with Lawrence. Oh, my God. <laughs> The emissary is so easy, though, but Maria is such a pain. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't played. I played Bloodborne once. I beat the game. I beat every boss, but Orphan of Coves. I put it down and I haven't went back. And I've thought about it, but I'm too busy. So yeah, I'm I'm um, waiting for the Bloodborne community, the for the Souls community event for Bloodborne. I, I joined the uh, the Discord since I left uh, Reddit and uh, to to finish it because I actually never finished Bloodborne. I need to go back and. There was Replay a Bloodborne event not that long ago. Yeah, it was in March, and I missed it because I was playing uh, something else. And I just well, if you it. want to play Bloodborne with somebody, you can add me. It was April. That's what it was. Oh, I definitely will. Same. Yeah. Awesome. We'll get together after this. Don't have PSN, so. <laughs> Mike, give me the games you want to mention. Yes, I have two. Two more that I want to mention. I've I've been playing like a lot and like sort of cleaning up my list, but right now. I just really, really quickly wanted to talk about my game of the year, which is Chia. Did anybody else play Chia? I downloaded it, haven't played it yet. It is the most beautiful, like heartwarming, touching game I think I've ever played. It has the Breath of the Wild climbing and gliding. It's It's a much, much smaller open world but it's very interesting. And I've never had a game that once you get into the story, like has one of the most insane boss or or, uh, like main antagonist sort of reveals I've ever seen. I'm not going to spoil a a minute of it, but like when you see what this antagonist is like capable of, you're like, wow. And then at the end, Like I went from like joy to laughing to crying in like five (laughs) seconds apart from each other. It's it's the most emotional and beautiful game I've ever played. And like the afterward is also like so nice. Everything about that game is just nice. It's just a nice, nice, beautiful game. And I love it so much. It's on extra if you have PlayStation Extra. Yes. Uh, yep. It's on Game Pass. It's like $25, Pretty $30. Sure. Oh, if it's on Game Pass, uh, I can download it. I, it, it was it on Game I thought Pass. it was PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, I think it's PlayStation exclusive. Oh, never mind. I just know uh, Mike Hughes had played it at one point, but maybe he played it on PlayStation. I can't remember. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's an extra game. Wait, must have. Okay. And, yeah. I th- uh, think it's like $25, $30. I, I can look here and I'm. I, I upgraded to extra for Stray whenever that came out, and I just yeah. never downgraded. So I, I downloaded Chia whenever it came out, but I just haven't gone around to it. It's I heard good things about it. It looks I, really cool. I think the story, I think once I got started on the story, it took me about six-ish hours. But I also like played some of the story and then sort of got lost in the open world. I have like 25 hours into it. And probably half of that at least is just screwing around getting like collectibles to upgrade my stamina and stuff. Yeah, I play too many like hundred hour games, 20 hour games. No, (laughs) this one, this one is a beautiful, like it's exactly like the size of an open world that you want. You know, it's not overwhelming. It's like three islands and it's, it's like the perfect length and one of the most like heartfelt stories I think I've ever seen in a video game. It's just, it's a thing of beauty. Okay. Nice. Got crap. If this I have it on Steam Widowcraft. No crafting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Did you have another one you wanted to mention? Yes. Since everybody talked about Final Fantasy for so long, I wasn't going to say anything, but I've also been playing Control again. Oh, nice. Yes. I've, 
I've been telling everybody how great Control is. Like, anytime anybody's like, oh, do you have a video game recommendation? I'm like, Control. Control, Control, Control. Play Control. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to see what this what this uh, enhanced edition looks like on the PlayStation 5. And I am one trophy away from platinuming it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Because it is so good every second of that game is a masterpiece if bloodborne didn't come out on the playstation 4 that would be my playstation 4 game of the generation it, it's I, I should play so it. good i and love alan wake i like this you should play every remedy game because remedy is a perfect company yes remedy yeah, I, I have control installed on my pc and my ps5 i just haven't played it yet Oh, I have it on. I bought it on Steam. I got the Ultimate Edition I, with all the DLC. I just never. I haven't got. I haven't put it on the list yet to put it for put it on the show. Like forget about it. It is insanely good, and I I like Alan Wake fine. I actually liked American Nightmare better. <laughs> well, so I I you know I love those original Max Payne. I was I was angry at Rockstar for what they did to Max Payne. Max Payne Three is. Not, I'm not going to say a garbage game, but what they did to Max Payne is equal to me to what Ninja, Team Ninja did to Samus in in Other M. Like they like took everything that Max Payne was sort of about, and they just fucked it. <laughs> Why does everybody hate Other M so much? It's, I've never played uh, it. Well, I did play the storyline, the characterization it, of Samus. Yeah. Well, the gameplay is good. <laughs> yeah, the, game, the gameplay's fine. The gameplay's fine, but it's not as good as the other Metroid games, yeah. and you also have that horrible Samus. Like, that sucks, what they did to Samus. What, you yeah. don't like the baby? I don't like, th- I don't like that she has to ask Daddy... <laughs> that is not Samus. That is not yeah. Samus. Yeah, no, that's no. Sorry. And and Rockstar did that to Max Payne, and I'm I'm mad at him because that like Max Payne is gritty, but it's a different kind of grit than what Rockstar put on it. And Max Payne three just bummed me out. Uh, but anyway, Control is like by far Remedy's best game, I think. And it it's it plays great. It looks great. It you know it has a good story, and yeah, control rules. And okay. I I if played I, I played way too much of it for just wanting to see how it looked <laughs> on the PlayStation Five. No such thing. Okay. And Phoebe, do you have any other games you want to mention? Uh yeah, I stepped on it a little bit, but God of War twenty eighteen didn't get that much into it. Brock and Sindri are great. Brock and Sindri's little dialect and how they interact with each other is so perfect. I have not laughed that hard in a game for a while. I know I need to play it one day. I'm trying to think. I know I've played other things, but I just can't think of it right now. God of War 2018 rules and Ragnarok made me so upset because... (laughs) Because it's like, oh, here's more 2018, but we're gonna make it annoying. <laughs> oh, oh. I, but, mm, I do have a I question have for Colby, though. Do you think Alan Wake 2 was the best part of Summerfest? It's it's the part that I remember the most. It's, okay, it's, you and I are friends now. <laughs> it's uh, yes, Alan Wake 2. <laughs> Alan Wake 2 looks 
amazing. Uh, they made so they made excited. Alan Wake look like uh, John Wick, which rules. <laughs> Uh, I forget what her name is, but that Saga Anderson Saga. Saga. Yes. The, the FBI agent looks amazing. Like it looks like a resident evil game. Do you know what her partner's name is? I, I've heard it, but I don't know. It's Alex Casey. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which if anybody has played the original Alan Wake means something very big. Uh (laughs) Oh, wasn't that the, the character in his books? Yeah, that's the book series that he wrote that is just Max Payne. Oh, okay. Now that's cool. All right. And now that they confirmed that the other playable's name, the other character's name is Saga, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's a fake name. Yeah, oh, yeah that's uh, it's the book. When we get to TV, I'll, I'll Oh, we're supposed to be getting an Alan Wake TV show, aren't we? Oh, I don't know. I hope so. Praise <laughs> God. I'll do a callback when we get to TV. Okay. Yeah, I'm... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was it was sort of Alan Wake two and Fable that I was excited about at at the nah, game the, fest stuff so far. The new Prince of Persia. That new Prince of Persia looks awesome. One because it looks great, and two because it doesn't look like a, a modern day Ubisoft game. Yeah, it and I heard it compared to Metroid Dread. So oh yeah, okay. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Okay, got my attention. I mean, Metroidvania got me atten- got my attention in the first place. Yeah. God. Any other games you guys have? We're, otherwise, the last game I want to talk about is, of course, Snap. But I want to wait to that one. <laughs> uh, can I can I say something about since we're talking about Summer Games Fest? Oh, sure. Yeah. The the Marvel Snap thing during the Games Fest was embarrassing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the that was like that guy who makes Snap the like the face of that game is one of the most annoying people I've ever seen. <laughs> And then they go to a com- like a commercial for a tabletop game that I don't think exists about cows. Like, yeah, oh, the and this, that was yeah. all, all there the was to it. And I'm like, why? Why do we even have a snap thing if that's what you're going to do? Because people pay Pro ZD to make these funny videos to sponsor their stuff. And it's always cow themed for some reason. He's Ugh. just making a lore behind it. Oh, is he was- like a famous person? He's a voice actor and YouTuber. He plays. Oh, God. What would be a big role? I'm looking it up right now. So this is a random like Asian kid that's playing like fake cards. Yeah. Yeah, But he's also like a prominent voice actor. He's in a bunch of Rooster Teeth stuff. He's been in a lot of video games. Why didn't they just show the cool cool stuff that the game has? Why are we showing some random guy playing paper cards? Yeah, because I was I haven't gotten like I stopped playing that game after the first season and uh, i was like all right well i'll watch this announcement and see what snap has to offer now maybe i'll re-download it and then it was that and i'm like there's why would i why would that be an incentive to re-download this game this is horrible it looks stupid. I I I just, I just watch it with sound off, but it's like the game is great now. I mean, I've always loved the game. I mean, I have issues with it too, but like they just added conquest mode, which is fun, another game mode, some other stuff to do. He probably yeah. voices a character in the game as well, to be fair. But I, there's so little voice in this game though. I mean, it's just every so often certain cards say stuff. I mean, I play with mute all the time, so I don't hear nothing, but I do know their sounds. Oh, and a little thing, since you didn't bring him to Snap, I'm just going to go into Snap. <laughs> but, uh, a small breaking thing, I got to 90 this season so far. I got to yeah, 96. 
That's awesome. I'm currently 94, and I'm not playing anymore. I'm, I'm like, you know what? We're just maybe we're just gonna wait on this ladder because I, I, I just, I, I can't. I was like, I'm gonna get infinite for the first time, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> that's awesome, though. My, I've never gotten out of the 70s, so that's really good. High evil deck. That's yeah. high evil and bad. High evil is. I don't want to say high evil is broken, but high evo is oh, is frustrating because I'm playing a cerebro deck right now, and I win. Basically every match, unless I go up against High Evolution, and then I might as well just retreat as soon as they see what they're doing. Because yeah, High I mean, Evolution completely shuts down Cerebro deck. Oh, because of all the negative power if you don't have Luke Cage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. But also, high, I mean, I, I was doing that, and I played a, a bounce, a Bass bounce deck with Kitty Pride and Nebula. Yeah. When people don't expect that, that can fucking rip people up. And I... Love it because they just yeah, don't. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a beast deck, and it's a lot of my beast deck is a lot of fun. Because they didn't. My, oh, go ahead. They didn't nerf beast. I mean, beast no. ended up getting a, a cost. Uh, he cost more, but he got more power. I honestly think beast is better now that they upgraded. Him, now that they he's more useful him. on turn three anyway. No, I I use them later. Like it, yeah, it's fine. That's what I'm saying like I was when he cost two, I was still using him on turn three or four anyway. So yeah, so it doesn't bother me. I it's fine for him to cost more. I love the fucking game. I mean, this this has been the moves. They they called it like oh, it's gonna be the move season. It is not the move season. Still, like well, I face I, move decks, but move decks are just stupid because all, all I do is I go for the right lane and I go for the center lane. I like yeah, I know you're gonna move everything to left lane, so you can have the left lane. Like I don't care. Like here you go. Yeah, I mean my my move deck is still uh, I've updated it because I this is the first time I bought a season pass because Spider Gwen is aesthetically anyway like one of my favorite comic book characters ever. And so when I, I saw that season pass thing pop up saying, you know, that that was the card, I was like, all right, I'm going to buy the season pass. So I did. And uh, I put her in my move deck and my, my move deck wins when I play it um, usually, but she's okay. I don't use, yeah, I have her in a couple you're right. move, move is just old and it's just so many new thing, new mechanics have come out that make move. It's just, it needs, it needs a, a buff, honestly. It has a card coming that's been data mined called Annihilus. So it's a six cost. The power is probably not accurate, but when you play it, all your cards move randomly. Oh yeah, see that in that way. So once that's out there and everything moves in the last turn, and everything gets a buff. That's when move will be incredible. Yeah, that's but cool. no, move is missing. Move is missing the other piece besides Heimdall that it needs to really be good. So. Yeah, but I, I like uh, Ghost Spider. I have her in my. Uh, I have Ghost Spider in. Multiple man is that what he's called? Yep. In my um, Cerebro deck because I'm doing a Cerebro three and they're both three power cards and they're right. they're a great addition to a Cerebro deck. Multiple man is dangerous if people don't if you can yeah. keep moving it and buff it up like people do not see that. I I, yeah, I really I really what I really need to do is I need to put uh I need to put uh Doctor Strange in there. I was thinking That's get good. rid of Invisible Girl and put Doctor Strange in his play in her place. And then I've also been screwing around with Conquest mode which they just added. Yeah, which is. It, it's kind of a, like a free way to play where you don't have to worry about rank. You can just, if you want to mm-hmm. just try missions, go in the Proving Grounds, do whatever the hell you want, throw out your cards. There's no nothing to lose, no cubes to lose, nothing matters. Well, the tickets, you lose your ticket. Not in Proving Grounds. Oh, I, di- I didn't know you could do... Uh, you can do Proving Grounds went, over and I over again. Up and, I just went up and up in the ranks in Conquest until I got knocked out, and I was like, ah, okay. I mean, you can do that. I mean, I what I do is I do Proving Grounds, I win, I get a ticket, I throw the ticket into the silver thing just to get the medals. If I oh. win, lose, I don't give a shit. I go back to Proving Grounds and I just play. It is something that I do when I just want to play, but I don't really care what happens because I don't give a shit about Conquest other than I just want to earn medals 
to unlock the rewards, which you can get no matter what. Does Proving Grounds lock you into like six matches the way nope. the other? Oh, it's one match. You win, lose, whatever. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah. My silver is two, that. gold is three, and infinite, which isn't unlocked to the last week, is five in a row. My 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 issue of conquest is if you run up against a deck that's counter to yours, then you're like, okay, well, I've got to lose six games in a row real fast, and that's it can be a little frustrating. Like I was I was doing good in conquest with my Cerebro deck, and then I went up against a High Evolutionary and got shut out, because it's like, High Evolutionary makes a Conquest, a, a Cerebro deck completely, like, completely negated. There's nothing you can do at all. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of the thing that goes along with it, is if that, like, with Conquest, you can, it's whoever, you have to, you play, you can play up to five rounds with somebody, depending on how they gamble the cubes, and... Oh, is it five? Yeah, it's five. It can be up to five, because I, I did today where me and this guy went up to five before we finally ended it because he kept retreating and then he beat the shit out of me a couple times. So we kept going back and forth. And it well, got see, mine, have all, mine have all been four or five. but it, A lot of them, like what I do when I start proving ground, you just want to get to eight as fast as you can because if you lose, you just retreat and go right back in. Uh, with the actual matches, I, I personally, because I don't give a shit about the cubes, I just I go to eight because I'm like, you know, we win-lose this first match. I just want to move on to the next guy. I don't really care. Okay. But I'm not... Like, that's one nice about Conquest. I mean, the main reward that's for being Conquest yeah. is an infinity border around your uh, profile that I could give a shit. Oh, okay. It's yeah, not... I, I got what I wanted out of it. I got the uh, the new title that awesome. is, is, yeah, is awesome. And I got the uh, mystery variant, which was garbage. Of course it was. Because <laughs> well, I mean, it it's random, but it was like, I got Shauna. I'm like, I don't fuck Shauna. I mean, Do there's... I want Shauna? Am I wrong? I mean, Shauna, free... Sure, I was I was joking. Shauna's card, but a free card, free card, whatever. But no, yes. she's garbage. I mean, she costs like fifty tokens. Uh, she'll be she's free. Oh yeah, you're not full three complete, are you? I guess not. No. Okay, you'll get her at some point then. She's full three. Well, now. no, I got her. I got her. Is what I'm saying. I, that's, oh, what okay. I got. that's what I got for the mystery variant. I got a Shauna variant, and I was like, well, fuck, I don't want Shauna. Oh, I also was pool four complete for like a day or two. Before they added Snow Garden State and State Ground to Pool Four. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely not. I'm not even Pool Three complete. No, I, I, I buy every season pass. I play the game twelve hours yeah. a week. I play every day. I love this game. Yeah, I play it every day, but I don't pay. The, I don't buy the season passes until this season. But uh, yeah, next. I love it too. The only thing I don't like, I feel, is that uh, I've gotten to where I was making my own decks, but I've gotten to where now it's like if I want to reliably win, I've got to use like someone else's deck. That's what I do. That's yeah, but it makes me sad. That's the same thing. If like when I used to play Magic in high school, it's like I make my own decks and have fun, and then I go to go to like the card shop, and the like veterans would just stomp me. And nowadays with Magic, it's like every you go to any Friday Night Magic, and everybody's playing the same like three or four decks. Oh, that's okay. That'd be kind of shitty. No, I mean, but it's what it is on Marvel Snap. Everyone's playing the same like five or six decks. Yeah, you are right, and then he makes a few small changes, but yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I tweaked to a Cerebro deck. I just, I got the formula for a Cerebro deck and then made it myself. But I always look online to see what, I have a couple of YouTubers I, I follow and I always see what decks they recommend. And I try those and I see what works for me at the time. I also tend to use what, what kills me whenever they beat me. Like I'm actually using a Darkhawk deck right now again, just because nobody expects yeah. you to pull out Darkhawk and Stature and Black Bolt after they nerf them. So. And um, Master Sweet. Mold? Master Mold good with Darkhawk? Right. No, he's good with Ronin. I have Master Mold actually. I I, I pulled well, him. I figured he would be good because you fill their hand and then they can't draw, so then their their deck stays full. But I guess. I mean, if you were able to plug enough, 
I guess, but, but I'm plugging up. Yeah, you have to like. I've never uh, used Master Mold. A Master Mold off of a a a wand or something. Yeah, okay. I've, I've had them used on me, and I and I yeah. had my my hand completely full, and I was like, "You bastard!" I couldn't draw any cards anymore because I had it was on a. He did it on a Wong, or he did it on a the one that reveals oh, twice. So I got four added to my hand. And I'm like, "Well, this sucks." I'm like, but two is not enough. If you can if you can put four Sentinels in their hand, they they ain't doing shit. But, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm still I'm still having fun. But I said I'm using other, but I'm still having fun with my my self made uh, Null deck and my self made uh, Wong decks. I have a couple of different Wong decks that I have a lot of fun with. So I think we've talked enough Marvel Snap, Mike. I got one last thing, but uh, no, I mean, right. there, there's, I'm okay with like, there's a lot of issues because they, they're fucking with the series drops and not dropping cards as quickly as they were. And people are furious, <laughs> but from what my understanding is, is there's something else going on in the background that creators are aware of, but they can't talk about. So I, I think it, it's coming that it won't matter as much. People are just freaking out for no reason. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, just having fun with it. Who gives a I get, shit? I get so many tokens now, and I get so many cards in general. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, there's, I'm buying the two of the other two cards that are releasing later this month. Spider Ham and Spider Man twenty nine ninety nine are dropping at three k tokens, and then you can also earn back some of your tokens from mm. playing the weekend mission that they're adding in the game. So it's like, oh, that's cool. So from, I think, well, I know people because the weekend mission was supposed, to be, was supposed to be this past this weekend that you're listening. Well, the weekend before. That when you're listening to this, but there was a glitch where they didn't drop, and you're getting and people are getting a thousand tokens for free, and we're all getting gold if you have the season pass. So you'll be getting gold, and I'll and we'll be getting credits also. Cool. Because every week, and you're gonna be able to earn extra credits, gold, and if you bought the new card, you can earn tokens. Oh, cool. So it's a way to reduce the cost of new cards, essentially. Yeah. That makes so they sense. got they have stuff coming. So I'm like, you know, it's it's fine. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I just I just dropped all my tokens on a uh, variant for a card I don't use. Because I, they had the the ultimate variant for Ghost Rider. I was just like, oh, I have to have that. <laughs> the Ghost Rider on the horse. The I know what horse. you're talking about. I love it. It's I, my favorite part of that Nick Cage movie. I cannot, I cannot buy variants with. I'm so like right now. I'm just waiting for Jeff and Ironland to drop down to four because I will buy both those cards as soon as I can because I want both oh, of Jeff those is, so bad. Jeff is really good. Yeah, Jeff is a bitch. Everybody's <laughs> favorite land shark. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah. about. All right, yeah, that's enough of that. Any other games you guys want to mention before we go on to TV and movies? Let's see. I said Tears of the Kingdom, Diablo 4, Dark Souls. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, oh, I can't think of it. Are we done okay. talking about Marvel Snap now? <laughs> yeah, I'll stop. You started it. I was trying to hold back, but you were like, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Boom. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I was waiting. And thus the Marvel like, Snap like, podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about it. There's a bunch of them out there, but I, I can't do anything else. I do enough. All right, let's go on to TV. I, I got a couple things I want to mention. I'll be very brief because I'm not going to detail. These are both a little bit sensitive subjects. So if you want to skip ahead a couple minutes. Are we right, doing TV get... separate from movies or? And they're all together. Okay. I just, that, yeah, I just. That's the biggest part of my list. I got like 12 things in this part. So. Okay. Um, so I watched a couple documentaries of one about Jared Fogel, the subway guy. Yeah. Yeah, don't watch that. It's on HBO Max. I listened to a podcast about that documentary. Woo! He was a feed a fucking piece of shit predator, and so like, much worse than I thought it was. Oh god, yes! Like they have, like they. I'm not going to say the stuff they have, but they have recordings of things he says. Like, oh my god! Like, why the fuck are you saying oh. these things? Yeah, I, I thought that they just like caught him with some child porn, which is bad right. enough, but it's That's so much more than that. It's so much so, more than that. It, it it's it was interesting watch. But it's very, very dark, and it was it's 
there's a reason why he's gone. He's in prison and where he belongs. So I'll just say that. Now, the other thing I was watching is I was watching a documentary about Army Hammer. Yeah. A guy that won't be in any movies probably hopefully ever again. So Did he do something? He's a rapist. <laughs> wow. Okay. Everything. Yeah. Well, what about the eating, in, in the eating human flesh? Is that is that true or is that is that confirmed? Yeah, a little bit confirmed. Okay. I'm not sure Ow. if he ate much, but he kept talking about it that he wanted to do it. That he, he wanted, wanted to. Eat. That's what he he's it, a it was like actual something... rapist and a wannabe cannibal. There you go. Yes. Yeah, it was like something he would say to like his wife or girlfriend. I can't of like girlfriend would talk to eat. like this to his wife. Yeah, it was okay. Just, yeah, I just. Mistresses. you or something yeah it was but that that came out and that really was like what jumped the internet jumped on but like the guy took what bdsm is and changed it into we're gonna do bdsm but really i'm just gonna beat the shit out of you <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah, oh, that's not... shit. and oh. he got dropped from all his movies he was supposed to be in um over allegation nothing of course he i i want to say he was found not guilty but again money talks so i'm not that surprised Especially when it comes to those kind of cases, but like it's it's I didn't even finish it. I, I watched two of the three episodes and I it was it's just, it's fucking dark. So that's another one that's and I on Max, very interesting but tough to watch. And last traumatizing documentary I want to mention of which it is a Heaven's Gate documentary, which is about a cult. Um I heard I think it's the nine late nineties or no. Oh yeah, no, I remember that. It wasn't even the late nineties. It was the mid nineties. Yeah, like it was like ninety four. Yeah. Okay, that's when they the comet was coming Hail, and held like thirty yeah. some people committed suicide all at once. Yes. Is this the Kool Aid one? No, that's, that's Jonestown. Jones. Yeah. Okay. Which was actually Flavor Aid, not Kool Aid. <laughs> we all say don't drink the Kool Aid, but it was Flavor Aid. <laughs> but no, this is one where I don't remember how. I don't think it said what they did to commit suicide, but it talks about people that were part of the cult. They took cyanide, I believe. Yeah, I, I think oh, it was. Gosh. I think they took a pretty easy way out because they all looked pretty like peaceful. Yeah, so wasn't like laying there wearing their their black Nikes, white Nikes. Oh, it was white Nikes. Yep. Right. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Like, there's a couple guys that they interview that were part of the group and then left like a week before everything happened. Yeah, that's that's actually the the story that got me interested in cults. Like I'm big on learning about cults. Same. And that that was the thing because I remember that when I was like that was like right when I started getting interested in that kind of stuff and like that happened and I was like, "Wow, there's a lot to this." And yeah, I I've seen a couple documentaries on that. I didn't see this new one, but that that was quite a story. Yeah, it was it was very interesting. I always watch everything on, on cults when I get the chance to, because I just find it fascinating. Yeah, what what people like. I mean, I don't even want to say. I was going to say something that I don't agree with. I mean, again, manipulation. You know, anybody can be manipulated. I've been manip- I was been in toxic relationship, and I've been manipulated. Like it doesn't. It can happen to anybody. It's just the right person at the right time saying yep. the right things that you want to hear. And yep. once you're into a point, you're in too deep. You're going to start believing whatever because you don't you don't want to realize how much you fucked up type of thing. Yep. So that's, that's <laughs> how they all do it. They all start like even Jonestown, like even the, the church of it, it's not even, the it's like the people's circle. church, yeah. the people's yeah. church. Yeah. Um, and they were, and they were like helping the black community. Yeah. When you like, when you find out about what they They're were doing, doing in the beginning, they were doing great stuff. And They're then doing like great community outreach for the black community in LA. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and the gay community and like everybody. Yeah. And, and then, like, Jim Jones just 
got too much power. He started, you know, taking amphetamines and like he just went crazy. And then it turned well, Mike, into what you, it turned into. Have you looked into the conspiracy theory that uh, the mass suicide there was actually a cover up for a CIA operation? It's not I'm not joking. It's actually there's some like legitimate evidence that it was uh, that the CIA was using their compound for and, and in collusion with Jones. Uh, or operating drug operation out of Guyana. I mean, and the the, the mass suicide was kind of to cover, to cover because they killed a uh, U.S. uh, member of the House of Representatives. Yes. They was like, they went there to check it out and they murdered him. And then right after that, they committed the mass suicide. And there's uh, definitely some people that believe the CIA was involved in it because the thing is the CIA, you know, they had been doing MK ultra where they were using drugs to mind control people trying to do mind control. And which is appropriate in the news right now because the Unabomber just died and he was a test subject in MKUltra and probably partly why he became a crazy bomber. Yeah, the media doesn't freaking talk about that, do they? No, I've I've heard I've heard about it. Yeah, that's not a conspiracy. That's confirmed. He was he was tested on in MKUltra. That MKUltra stuff is insane. Right. And then the church committee came out and said, hey, y'all can't do that shit anymore. And the CIA is just like, okay, cool, we're good. And then the next year, the director of the CIA is becomes vice president. And we're just like, yeah, but they're done. And that's also when the satanic panic starts. And I don't know. I think there's a lot of – sorry. It's kind of – you know, I get a little bit of uh, what happens when I get to talking too much to my students because I'm going <laughs> to so be like, oh, y'all, y'all, y'all think this uh, – you think this random KKK guy killed Martin Luther King, huh? Huh? You think that? Let's talk about the FBI. Anyway. <laughs> Hey, I, I also believe Kennedy wasn't shot by Oswald. But that's <laughs> I mean, I think Oswald shot at him. I do, too. Well, I don't think I, mean, I, I actually do think Oswald shot him. I just think that Oswald was working for the CIA when he did it. But I like the I like the way the X-Men says it, that Magneto was trying to pull the bullet out of him. because <laughs> And that's why, it, that's why it moves. My favorite is the way X-Files did it. It was the smoking man shot him from the storm drain underneath the, gra- the grassy knoll. I've, I've been there. It. There's a storm drain right under the grassy knoll where this area could have been. See? <laughs> That's, I'm going there someday. I've been there several times. Yeah. All right. That's that's enough dark stuff. <laughs> John, do you have anything you want to mention? Uh, yeah, a couple things. I so next they are doing a new. I don't know what they call it. A spinoff, a new season. Not sure of the show uh, Justified. I don't know if any of you have ever watched oh, yeah. Justified. Oh, okay, I never have, but I know of it. Uh, yeah, they're doing a. It, it's another one of the author's books that they are kind of like rewriting to bring the character Raylan Givens to do a show. I'm really excited. I love that show. But anyway, I about three weeks ago, I was like after the, the full trailer came out for the new show, I was like, I just I want to watch the, the first episode of Justified again. It's been a couple of years. I'm just going to watch the first episode. Uh, about 12 hours later, I was finished with season one. Nice. I am. I am uh, halfway through season three right now. Uh, this is my third or fourth time going through the show. It's just one of the best shows of the last 10 years. That show's fantastic. I I love it. Uh, highly, highly recommend Justified. Justified is on my list. It, it looks like it's right up my alley. It's it's really, it's 13, uh, six seasons, 13 episodes, I believe. But yeah, it's, it's a fantastic show the cast is incredible uh timothy oliphant walt goggins uh i love both of those guys uh what's his name uh i can never remember he's the guy in the western movies with the mustache why can i never remember him 
Sam Elliott, he is in the show at I didn't point. realize he was in it. Oh, okay. uh, Neil McDonough, McDo. Uh, yeah, Neil McDonough. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, in a uh, season of Arrow. Anyway, he's in it for a season. the The cast is stellar. The show is fantastic. Highly recommend that show to everyone. It's it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's got drama. It's uh, got action. Everything is great. Like I said, it's my I think it's my third time going through the show, and it's better every time I watch it. <laughs> and other than that, on the like non movie front, uh, I know you said uh, not we're done with dark stuff, but I don't. I was know done if, with the dark stuff. I had to talk about. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have ever heard of the Cold Podcast. No. So the Cold Podcast was made by a guy whose name escapes me at the moment. He in the late 2010s. It's it's been like three weeks since I listened to it. In the late 2010s, there was a woman named uh, Susan Powell in Utah who just disappeared. Nobody. They have never found her body. Nothing but like everyone knows that her husband killed her. And so it's it's him going through all of the evidence um, there. Her husband made hundreds upon hundreds of hours of recordings of just him talking about stuff and just, just the story of like what happened leading up to her disappearance, kind of what happened that like the story leading to her disappearance is crazy. The stuff that happened after is like almost unbelievable. Her husband was a psychopath. It's a really good podcast. I highly recommend it for true crime fans. It's on Amazon, I believe, or you can find the um, the video versions are on YouTube. But yeah, it's it's great. It's actually my second time listening through. Okay, I don't listen so, yeah, to true crime, but I know people love it. So yeah, I've I've always been kind of a true crime fan, so. Oh, in breaking news, while we're talking, I just got stay ground from a from a cash in Marvel Snap, so I had to mention that. <laughs> snap, snap, Park returns. <sighs> Sorry, that's all. I'm done. <laughs> I just wasn't. I was not expecting that. Maybe anything else? Anything you've been watching? You want to mention? So the Marvel, uh, not Marvel. The <laughs> the Mario movie is nice and bright and happy. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. It's really good. It's really good. Um, it's not as good as the Sonic movie, I my personal opinion. But no, it's it's really cute. They do everything right. They hit the right Easter eggs and the right notes at the right times. Everybody's really good when it comes to the voice acting. I'd even say that Chris Pratt was fine as Mario. Well, I, yeah, I heard the Chris Pratt stuff. It's just sounded like he was doing a James Gandolfini impression, it's, which is kind of what I want. Mario yeah, to it's sound not like. that bad. Charlie Day and Jack Black definitely make the movie though. Man, Jack Black is so good. Oh, um, is uh, he's like the the one shout out I will, I I love the movie. The movie's great. Salt when it came out. The one shout out I will make because I knew she was going to be awesome. Uh, Anna Taylor Joy as Peach is yes, Chef's kiss, perfect. She is <laughs> incredible, and as Peach, I I want a I want a Peach movie. Because this version of Peach is awesome. She is a badass. She's Anya Taylor Joy is great. If we want to go back to dark stuff, if you haven't watched The Witch, like (laughs) she's so good. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. I've never seen that. I didn't mean to though. Yeah, she's the main character in that, and it is fantastic. I love her. I love her. She's this like beautiful fae creature. 
<laughs> she is She's amazing at uh, in the Queen's Gambit. She is Queen's amazing Gambit, yeah. in the menu, and she is perfect in this. She uh, is um, maybe she is either my favorite or second favorite part of uh, Last Night in Soho. Oh, I want to see that. I, I heard it's really good. A great, great movie. That's one that might be my favorite Edgar Wright movie. It's fantastic. Ooh, that's yeah. I need to see that. I've never seen it, or I don't think I've even heard of it. It came it's out his newest one. Oh, that's why. Twenty twenty one. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah it was twenty twenty one. I think it's yeah, more I... horror, which is weird because that's not his style normally. Yeah, but it. It's oh, got, like, it... It... oh, okay. It has his style, but it is like horror themed, and it's it's a great movie. I actually really want to watch it again. I haven't seen it since theaters, but um, besides the Mario movie, just watched John Wick four earlier. That oh. movie is perfect. Oh. But then again, oh. let's, let's be fair. Is there a bad John Wick movie? Three is kind of meh. Like three, just I, I three is the worst one in my opinion. Three still a good movie. Okay, that's fair. Uh, four is like almost a masterpiece like it it is it might be a masterpiece that movie oh it's so good guardians of the galaxy 3 is depressing as all hell yes and they yes. need to make plushy for floor you're not if you don't understand what that means go watch the movie and then mm-hmm. you will agree that they need to make a plushy for floor i agree but you're not getting that is it i know Disney Plus yet? no um, i don't think so and across the spider verse is a 12 out of 10 yeah yes yeah it's <laughs> One of the best movies I've ever seen. It's so good. Uh, Dude, Spider-Punk was perfect. Oh, God, I love Spider-Punk. Oh, my God, Spider-Punk was so perfect. He's, he's, Hobie is absolutely hilarious in the best way. Like, he's, he comes off as a goofball, but he, like, kind of brings the movie together in a way at the end that, yeah, he really does. Yeah, my, I have a question real quick for you guys. Uh, How many times have you seen Across the Spider-Verse? Just the once so far. Just the once. Yeah. But I'm buying. Okay. So. Okay. So I, I'm the I'm the only one who's seen it three times. <laughs> I've seen it zero <laughs> times. I today I mean, was my third awesome. time. It is it's, the first. It's the first movie I've seen in the theater since COVID. So I was super uh, excited for it. I finally. Oh, fair. We finally it's, got to the point where my wife was okay if us going to the theater again. Well, me and my son, not her, but so. Like every time I. Le- every time I've left the theater after seeing it, like even today when I left the theater, I was like, God, I just, I want to see it again. It's yeah. so good. Just turn it, it right is, back it around. It is amazing. I, see it. I actually went home and watched Into the Spider-Verse right after. Yeah, we, I just watched that. We did a reaction for that a couple weeks ago, like right before the new, the new one came out. And I, I like that movie. It's fine. I think it's a little overhyped. But this oh, see, one. I'm the opposite. I, I think into this, I like Into the Spider-Verse more. But I like both I of them. I mean, I love both of yeah. them, but I like Into the Spider-Verse. This more. one, I've, I have went in, like, the you know, you have the first time you see a movie, you, you're kind of on the high when you come out of the movie. Like, the, the second and third time I've gone in, like, okay, I'm going, I'm going to find a flaw. This time I'm going to find a flaw. Nope. I still have not found <laughs> a single flaw with that movie. Which yeah. is now... It is perfect. Almost perfect. Here's I mean, the problem. Perfect. Now we have to be aware that beyond the Spider-Verse could... Uh-huh. That's, that is... I, just, I can't I, see them not sticking the landing on it. No, that's because it's Lord of Miller. Yeah. Name me a bad Lord of Miller product. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen Lego Batman. Did they do Lego Batman? Yes, yes and it was great. amazing. Okay. Yeah, that movie's good. Yeah, er- oh, every gosh. single piece of Across the Spider-Verse is perfection, in my opinion. 
And there were two Lego movies, right? There are four yes. technically. Well, of well, two late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was gonna say those are both excellent. Yes. Second one's not as good as the first one, but oh, the second the, one has oh that the thing with the queen and everything in the second one is so good. That's that. Yeah, number. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that. Since I haven't seen it since the theater. Yeah. So. Yeah. I have it. I just haven't watched it. God, what else? Uh, we just watched a movie earlier this week. Maybe nobody's going to know what I'm saying, but it's called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I have not seen it yet. I've been wanting to watch it. I have it on Blu-ray. So it's a new Luke Bell- Besson movie. He's the guy who did Leon the Professional, Fifth Element, and Lucy. Oh. This is very much Fifth Element 2. It has the exact same type of vibe of very sci-fi world. You're only going to get a quick glimpse of what the possibilities are, but what we're going to show you when it comes to the possibilities are breathtaking and amazing. Uh, if Man, if I had a nickel for every time a Luke Besson movie ended with two people stuck in a tube making out, <laughs> I'd have two nickels, which isn't <laughs> a lot, but it's weird that it's happened twice. That The best way That's I can a... describe this movie is if you consider Neil Gaiman's Stardust as the next generation's Princess Bride. This is the next generation's Fifth Element. What, what is it called again? It is called Valerian and the oh, City yeah, of the Yeah, yeah, yeah Valerian. Yeah, okay. It's um, Dane DeHaan, and I can't remember the girl's name. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's got John Goodman in it in a small role. Ethan yes. Hawke, Rihanna's in this. Uh, okay. Ooh, I the the bare-bones setup, without spoiling anything, is that we expanded on the ISS. Uh, more countries were allowed onto the ISS, and they brought their ship, and we attached it. So the ISS has grown bigger and bigger because all these different countries are contributing to it. It gets so big that aliens start to notice, and they start to visit Earth, and they start adding to the ISS to the point that it becomes so big that the gravitational pull on it is so strong that it will crash into Earth. There is no stopping this. So Earth just decides, you guys are going on a voyage, and pushes it away. So now it is this, oh God, what was it, 8,000 uh, species, 500 million people are living on this thing, and it's just this semi-planet-sized city, like Magic the Gathering, Ravnica. Floating through space as a spacefaring vessel. Okay. It's it's really interesting. There is a lot more plot to it, but that is just the setup. I've been meaning to watch mm. it. I just I haven't got around to it yet, but I might throw that in when fourteen is down in a couple of days. <laughs> uh, is that when six point four five comes out? Uh, I think it's just a hot fix update because six uh, six five just uh, no six six. Or six five just came out like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Besides that, two shows. Uh, Clone High is back. If you were not a fan of Clone High in the past, you're not going to be a fan of this. If you <laughs> okay. did like Clone High in the past, it's more Clone High. And Gennady Tarnovsky has a new cartoon called Unicorn Warriors Eternal. It's pretty good, I think. There are episodes I just go, nothing happened, why did I watch this? And there are episodes that have a lot of plot and stuff going on with them. That's so it's, how his shows work, though, isn't Yeah, that's it? always, it has. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's primal, but it's with dialogue. 
it's a lot more slow paced than Samurai Jack. I'm not a big fan of his stuff. Then you Clone Wars are pretty good though. All right, Michael, do you have any shows you want to mention? Yeah, but it's silly because it's something that everybody's probably seen already. But I'm watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for the first time for I've a, never seen it. for I a podcast. Ooh, I've never um, seen it. Uh, we do we do this podcast called No Time to Binge, where we watch the first and last episodes of a show, and then we make up what happens in the middle. And one of the hosts of that show is a huge uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fans. And so we started doing those as like the season premieres. And as I'm watching these first and last episodes, I'm like, this show is insane. <laughs> I I need to start watching yes. this show. So um, no time to binge is on a hiatus now. So while we were on a hiatus, um, I talked to my co-host B Highland, who's an amazingly hilarious person. And I'm like, do you want to watch Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and do a podcast about it? Um, so I'm watching through and then B is uh, like making fun of me because I'm like very excited about stuff. And <laughs> but Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is an absolute shit show of insane, like just the craziest anime shit that, you know, that you're used to. But it's like cranked up to 14 and it's amazing. So how far are you currently? We uh, just we're still in Phantom Blood. We're still watching the first thing. Oh. Um the podcast itself is mostly a podcast about how we're both very horny for Dio. Um, <laughs> is what the That's podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're just about to the Phantom Blood uh, season finale, which I already watched, but I'm going to watch it again. And it's yeah, again, I, I, and I say it. I think every episode of the podcast, I'm like. I know that this is going to get crazier, but this is the craziest shit I've ever seen. Hey, if you're watching JoJo, just just remember, Araki actually likes dogs. <laughs> but that's why he makes all of his villains torture dogs. Yeah, and we talk about it a lot. Even, even the... Uh, like the first episode Dio knees a dog in the face and yeah, then he, he throws it into a, a furnace it's a narrator. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm still like, you know what? You're fine, Dio. It's fine. We all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you haven't watched Dodo's Bizarre Adventure, man, man alive. <laughs> I don't even know if you need to be paying attention to it. Uh, it's just it's just really fun. And anytime you look up, something is happening. So if you just need something to watch in the background, throw that on, man. It's it's so crazy. It's so good. Okay. Is this streaming anywhere right now? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I never they watched it, but I'm not a big anime guy anymore. I'm, I'm also not a big anime guy, but... I, I did realize in watching this show that what my aversion to anime was a lot of them try to be too serious. And then when they throw silly shit in, it doesn't fit. Jojo is like just silly shit. It's it, it leans into the craziness all the way. And I'm like, oh, this is what I want. And since then, I found Trigun is really good. Um, oh, I'm really yes. enjoying One Punch oh. Man. 
Um, yeah, it's just as long as they lean in all the way to being silly, I'm in. (laughs) Cause I, Um, you have to to watch every trigger anime. Okay. Yes. Especially Gurren Lagann and Pantheon and Stop. Little Witch Ac- and Little Witch Academia. And Little Witch Academia. Give Hare and Guin shot. Well, you're going to uh, have to um, send these to me on like Discord or something. because Oh, that works perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch the um, new Gundam, which for Mercury, it just hit the point where it got crazy. Okay. Yeah, I I, I used so to, you know, I that. grew up in the 90s. And like we used to, my friend used to get vhs tapes imported from japan because that's the only way we could watch it and he's always like yeah you got to watch this and you got to watch this and i was always like i don't i don't know this isn't my thing so i just thought i didn't like anime and then we started watching (laughs) jojo and i'm like oh no wait a second i was just watching the wrong stuff (laughs) so are you watching the original trigon or are you watching stampede i don't know it does have doesn't look old is it CGI or is it? No, no, no. <laughs> Look old. That's okay. a good way to You're put watching, it. Yeah, because Trigun, the first one is from 98, I believe. Okay. I still have no, I still haven't watched Stampede, but I it's really good. adore Trigun. When I, like, when I started watching it, like, everything I've ever seen makes him look like some, like, crazy badass. <laughs> yes. But he's just a dork. Like, he's just a goofball. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm like, what are they doing with this show? Making all making like every piece of merch, make him look like a badass, like assassin guy. And I'm like, oh, what? A, this guy sucks. But no, he's just like a goofy dork who doesn't want to do violence. And Stampede, it's the best thing ever. Stampede is the exact same way. And they keep Johnny on Bosch as the voice actor. OK, oh I, lo- I love it. I'm going to watch it because it. Uh, I mean, besides Jojo, it's like my obsession. <laughs> There's a bit of a uh, like. A question to Vash is, is he a dork who just gets lucky or is he a complete and total badass who acts like a dork? Yeah. Well, either way, the, he's that's, he's being yeah. a complete and total dork. <laughs> a show I would recommend to at least give it a shot because it is absolutely freaking insane is Welcome to the NHK. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the NHK will melt your brain. Okay. That show is nuts. Konosuba. Also, go, also ghost stories. Oh, don't. Yes, but no, but yes. Watch watch the dub. The dub for Ghost Stories is Chef's Kiss. Perfect. <laughs> but our love can't work. It's not because you're a rabbit. It's because, it's because you're, black. you're black. What? <laughs> okay. Go, go, just go look up Ghost Stories clips. Ghost Stories. Ghost Stories was not very popular. So when they brought it to America, the dub team was given like two rules and like carte blanche to do whatever they wanted and oh dear god they did they do whatever they wanted <laughs> and it's it's amazing there, it is a, the it is the best official fan dub ever made there's a shrine priestess character in the actual <laughs> anime but they turn her to the most evangelical <laughs> christian possible uh the uh, the 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 one friend who walks around like talking about jesus christ and also that she used to do some really wild shit this this all sounds great, and again, I'm uh, I have the world's worst memory, so you guys are just gonna have to PM me in uh, <laughs> oh, <don't> Discord <laughs> the the names of all of these animes. Uh, okay, now I want to watch those stories again. I have so- something I want to add. I I finally got my wife to start watching Star Trek Next Generation again. Yes. We got to season three, then she found out what RuPaul was, and that was the end of Star Trek. 
So <laughs> she's finally getting tired of RuPaul. And I got back to the first episode of Next Gen I've ever seen, which was, uh, God, I just wrote it down. A Matter of Perspective, the one where Riker's on trial. Yeah. That was the first one I ever saw when I had no idea what the hell Next Gen was. I just randomly, my roommate was watching it. I sat down and started talking with her, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I was re-watching it today, and my wife's like, well, what's going to happen? I'm like, just watch the episode. Just don't talk. Just watch. <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you really, nothing. It's a really good episode. That reminds me, Strange New Worlds just started back up this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I should give that a try. They have. It uh, is really good. This this it's, season, I'm, they have the characters from Lower Decks on. Yeah, like the people who did their voices. Oh, that's I awesome. love Lower Decks. I Lower should Decks give that a try and uh, Strange New Worlds are the best when it comes to modern Star Trek. I'm not even a Star Trek fan, and I love Lower Decks. I gotta give it a try. Should. Carrie, anything else that you've been watching? Oh, yeah, I've been watching a bunch of stuff. Uh, TV-wise, I just finished my very long watch-through of the uh, Danish-Swedish version of The Bridge, which is the original version. That show is super good. Uh, I I think I, I, I have a hard time deciding whether I like the original or the American-Mexican version more. The, Ameri- right. the American-Mexican version, I, I, I think last time I was on here, I just finished or is about to finish watching that. And then, yeah, I got a subscription to this uh, streaming service called Novel. That's only $2 a month that has uh, European television dubbed in English. Oh. And so, so yeah, so I watched uh, all four seasons of The Bridge. Amazing show. If you've seen the American version, it the first season of the American version is like a, like, map, you know, sh- like, absolute match for the first season of the European version. And okay. then there are wildly different shows after that. So, um but yeah, it's re- really, really good. So I, I just, I finished that. And then, um, I'm sorry, does anybody want to talk about that? Or have anyone seen that before? I I've, I've watched, yeah, I've watched the American version of The Bridge. And that show is, it's been long enough that I don't remember a lot. But I remember um, Matthew Lillard being amazing. Yeah, he's really good. You love um, yeah, now. it's a, it's a, it's a really good show. Uh, yeah, his character I, is only in the European version for like one episode, unfortunately. Oh, that's whereas he's sad. such a main, he's like he's a major character in the. Oh, this is the callback to earlier in the uh, the European version. The main character's name is Saga. Ah, oh, there you go. It's a, it's a, it's a Swedish, um, Swedish, so it must be a Swedish name. Yeah, the she's American Sonya version. The American has, um, version. What's the the? She's the woman, the woman who plays Nicolas Cage's girlfriend in National Treasure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's like the main her. character in the Yeah, she's the main character yeah, in the American version. I, the, I I have not seen the European version, but the American version is really, really good. I oh, cool. well, yeah, it. uh the it's called Novel, N-O-V-E-L. Um it's actually it's I think it's it's four dollars a month, but the first two months are two dollars a month. And it doesn't That's... take you two months to watch all four seasons of that. So I, yeah. I did it for one month and watched all four seasons and just watching one episode a night. And it's uh, it's really, really good. Very good show. Was um, the gets, American version four seasons? No, it's two. Also? Two, se- two, two? seasons. Okay, three. I could yeah. And yeah, so the first season is just a, like, scene-for-scene scene recreation of the first season of the European show. And the, okay. the second season of the American is all about, like, the Mexican cartels. And that's obviously not part of the European one. So the European one goes, and each season, there's some sort of serial killer of some sort going on. Okay. Uh, the second season, it's uh, eco-terrorists who are planning to, like, spread bubonic, uh, or not bubonic plague, pneumonic plague. And so there's, but it deals with, like, pharmaceutical companies and stuff. And 
And then like the the third season is very like similar to like uh like to seven maybe I would compare it to uh, the, the Sir Killer is and then the okay. the uh, fourth season is dealing with this like commune and stuff. It's yeah, it's a really good show. So I finished that and then went right from that to uh, the third season of I Think You Should Leave, which is just I love that show. It, the third season just dropped a couple of weeks ago. It's only six episodes. And uh, each season is only six episodes. So I watched that and then just started watching the first season again. So I love sketch comedy. Uh, It's like one of my favorite things. I tried to watch. I think you could leave. I think you should leave. I thought it was so annoying. Like, am I missing something? Like what? No, it's just not for everyone. It's a very specific type of humor. Okay. Um, Yeah. I just, it's just not, it's probably just not for you. Yeah. It's because it, if, if you found it annoying at first, it doesn't, it's not going to get less so. Okay, all it's right. Very, it's very like cringe humor. Yeah, and and I don't even mind, like I don't know if you ever heard of the Australian group Auntie Donna. Yes. I've been watching them. I I listen to their podcasts and I watch their show on Netflix. They have like YouTube stuff and I'm like this is hilarious. Like I feel like I think you should leave is like right up my alley, but every time I try to watch it I'm like I I think it's the guy I think it's the yeah, problem is that I think the guy is annoying. Yeah. And he's in everything. Yeah. He's in most, he's in most of the sketches. So yeah, season I, three, there's like entire episodes where he's barely in it though, but I don't think that would really, yeah, yeah it's, just, I just, it, it's uh, his I, thing. Sure. And I feel bad about it. Cause I'm like, everybody talks about how great it is. And I'm like, I must be missing something. <laughs> no, I was talking to somebody about it the other day. It is like a very specific sense of humor. Like if you don't like it, that's fine. Cause it is like, <laughs> okay. I can see like, my wife like has walked into me watching it before and just like, it's like, what is this? Yeah. My wife so, does that to me all the time with like, very the bizarre. dumb stuff I watch. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so I watched that. And then um, my, my only other TV show is my, my family, my wife and son and I, my son's 11. We've been watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer one episode a night for a few months now. And we got to season six, which is, I think the best season, but it's also, just a depressing, sad season. And uh, that, we told... Is that the Dark Willow one? I didn't want to... I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, and okay. it, it hasn't gotten to that part yet. But uh, <laughs> but my, we told our son, we we're like, listen, if this is getting too dark for you, just tell us. And after a specific episode, there's an allegory for drug addiction. He was like, yeah, I think maybe this is getting a little dark for me. And so we're like, that's fine. Let's watch something else. And so we started watching Princess Mononoke, which he's never seen. So, Are you going to go to Angel then? Movie. We'll, we will probably, yeah. I mean, Angel yeah. doesn't ever really get dark. I don't feel like yeah, I think, season five. Angel's, I think Angel was like a lot harder. So. Oh, I, I don't. Like, Buffy's one of my favorite shows ever. I've watched it all the way through four or five times. Um, I only watched Angel once. I like Angel fine, but it's definitely not my favorite of the two. Yeah, I just, I, Buffy got bad. Like, the last, like, two seasons I thought were, like, terrible. Oh, and I, I think, think season six is some of the best television of the 90s or the 2000s. That's season seven cool. is the one that everyone says is terrible. Season six, yeah. you thought was bad. Yeah, I, I oh. that's the one with the musical episode, and I'm yeah. I'm averse to all musical episodes. Oh, like, that episode I, was one of, <gasps> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I, that's when I think so it good. it got just bad for me. Oh no, that's that's I think that's the best season. It's just the saddest season. That season just is dark and depressing, and you know, like bad things happen to my favorite char- to like all of my favorite characters. Like my four favorite characters all have bad things happen to them. Wait, that, that's 
that's tragic. I mean, they get yeah, bad, yeah. a lot of bad things happen. Season everybody. six, is, and then season seven, I actually do like, but it is it is definitely the rougher season. It's got the worst acting because it's got a lot of bad actors in it. I don't remember. It's been so long since I watched. Season seven like, is the one with all the potential slayers, where they're like, "Oh, that's the last season, right?" Yeah, with yeah, Felicia Day. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, Felicia okay. Felicia Day's in it. Nathan Fillion's in it. Yeah, uh, okay. Elijah Dushku is in it again, and I think Elijah Dushku. I know, like Joss Whedon has a hard on for her, but I think she's such a bad actress. But she's, she's hot as hell. Okay. I mean, yeah, but she's just so terrible. Like my favorite character on this of the series, other than Willow, Willow's my favorite, and then Anya, and I love Anya so much, and they just Anya's throw her great. character away in the seventh season. Anya and Xander are both great. I'm glad that Xander grows on that show. Yeah, he does a lot. Yeah, he does. He gets a lot better after season one. I'm, I'm <laughs> but, just uh, glad they got rid of. Uh, oh, who is Buffy's like army boyfriend guy? Riley. Riley. Yeah, that guy yeah. sucks. Oh, he didn't last long at yeah. all. Well, he, I think no, he's he in four and five, and he's gone. He's in season four and five. It's like, I remembered him only being in season four. And I'm like, man, Same. when is Riley going to leave? When is this <laughs> asshole going to leave? And he finally leaves. It's like, not that he came back in five, five, just because he's only really important for the Institute stuff. Yeah, he's there for the first half of five. And his whole arc in season five is that he's not important anymore. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> shit, I have to do season four, shit. But in Spike, of course, I just love Spike so much. And uh, yeah, Spike is... Spike's Spike awesome. is Spike's, Spike. yeah, I think Spike is probably actually my favorite character. Yeah, Spike's great and such a, I think since he was such a big part of Angel is why I sort of prefer Angel. Well, and see, my thing is I didn't like him coming back in Angel because I felt like that cheapened his uh, entire arc in, in, in Buffy. Um, no, that's fair. I, that's good. Yeah, I like, I like him in Angel. Like, yeah. I liked Gunn too. I thought Gunn was a great character. Oh, oh yeah, Gunn's good. Gun I, I like um, what uh, Freddie, is that her name? Fred, Fred yeah, so. the one that gets yeah. possessed. Yes. yes. Oh, that oh, yeah. ending um, is yeah. rough. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like oh, her God. a lot. But I like Liz uh, Carpenter a lot. She got did dirty, but yeah. But then we get uh, what's her name? Alaria. Is that her name? Uh, yeah. I don't it's been a while. It's been a long time that I watched Angel. I can't. I remember bits and pieces of what happens in the end, but it's been a very long. Looks time. really cool as that character with like the the blue tint to her like skin Isn't and that- everything. That's who Fred gets possessed by in the yeah, end. Yeah. 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 I don't remember what happens to Cordelia. But she is well, what happened in real life is that she got pregnant and Joss Whedon like basically bullied her off the show because she got pregnant. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. what happened in the show is she became a god and left in the fourth season. Okay. Yeah. She okay. became like she became a god and, and she became left one of the powers that be. Yeah, she became one of the powers to be. Yeah. Okay. So when are we starting the Buffy podcast? Yeah, I would do, kill for that. So I'm listening to a great Buffy's Buffy podcast, uh, the Rewatcher, <laughs> and uh, it's it's a uh, Elena and um, somebody that they they do the Morbid podcast, which is a true crime podcast, which I I don't listen to, but I think they're famous for that one. But yeah, the Rewatcher is really good because it's a older sister who watched Buffy when it was on, and then a younger sister who was too young for it when it was on, and so she's watching it for the first time. And it's it's really good, That's but cool. yeah, they're in like they're in season three right now. But um, they just started season three, I think. But they got Nerf Herder to do the theme, uh, a custom theme song for them. Oh, nice! Right before the song, oh. so it's really cool. It's like it's time to sing. I I love Nerf Herder. I uh, in college, I was a DJ a DJ at my college radio station. And I had a punk show called Nerf Ranch that I began and ended every episode with a Nerf Herder song. So. <laughs> They only have like they only have, uh, yeah. They just they put out an album like six years ago, but yeah, they're still 
they're still around. Like they still have a social media presence and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So other than that, I've watched some movies. I, you know, my wife and I are, I'm showing her bridesmaids because she's never seen that. And I love that movie. And then we just watched the departed because she never seen that either. It's a good movie. But, but she and I don't watch a lot of TV, just the two of us. So it's like, and we only watch in like little 30 minute chunks. So we watched the, the departed over like five days and then bridesmaids were like halfway through, but departed is excruciatingly long. Oh, you see, it's, it's funny because I, I love Scorsese. He's, he's maybe my second favorite director. I, I actually, I, I love the departed, but I, I think I prefer the Irishman and that's twice as long as the departed. Oh, <laughs> but I, I love the I love the Irishman. I just like, will randomly put the Irishman on and watch it in a single sitting. It's a, it's, it's what four hours. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it's, it's like ridiculous. three times longer than I have the attention span for. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it's ridiculous, but I've watched Zack Snyder's Justice League like three times. So okay, that's a good movie. Oh, it's oh, I roughly about that. Was, that. Oh god, I hated that. Oh, I I I, I, I didn't hate it. it. I thought it was I bad. It. I didn't hate it. Snyder's version. I hate the original. I I, mean, the original, I thought Snyder's version was slightly better, but it but. Not but it was great. pretty it's good. Still but a bad movie, I thought. Man, you can tell that Zack Snyder hates those Green Lanterns. <laughs> My <laughs> goodness, what's a Green Lantern? I'm just so glad he's gone from those movies. Uh, yeah, so am I. And James Gunn's the only one who can write a superhero movie that I like. So I'm glad that uh, he's taking over the DC universe. Same. I have high hopes for that um, because the the Suicide Squad ruled that was like that by far the amazing. best dc movie oh, that, that is hands down my favorite DC movie. yeah we're all going to die um, i hope so <laughs> yeah. uh they just dropped he or, um uh, michael rosenbaum just dropped an episode of michael rosenbaum with james gunn i need to go listen to it oh yeah yeah i like james gunn a lot yeah he's i mean yeah, he's e- even great. back to super like super is such a good super movie. so good i it's love so super good. oh my gosh I mean, he did the story for Lollipop Chainsaw. Yes, and that's the only, like, Lollipop Chainsaw was good because of the writing. Like, that could have easily been a bad game. I'm waiting for that remake. I did keep confirmed still on that. It's supposed to be out this year. Yeah, they can, yeah. I I just hope they don't screw around with it too much, because that that thing walked the thinnest line between good and bad, and it was only the writing that made it, like, good. Look, the the best part about James Gunn taking over the DC universe is Lloyd Kaufman's going to be in a lot more movies. Is that a good thing? <laughs> I think so. Or right, do we have anything that we missed before we go on to our last topic? Uh, I, I can't imagine this two and a half hour podcast missed anything. <laughs> yeah, well, two hours and eight minutes is what the au- raw audio is so far. I got books. We're going to talk books. I have some books I could talk about. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a couple more movies. Sure, go ahead. I have two also. Uh, so um, the f- I have uh, three more movies. I'll get to them quick. The first one is... Uh, about three weeks ago, they did a one-night showing of the new Shin Common Rider. How was that? It, what's that? How was it? <laughs> That's the way you start this conversation. So, um, they, Hideki Anno, I don't know if anyone knows. I will, Hideki Anno is the mastermind slash totally insane person behind one of my favorite animes ever, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. He did Shin Godzilla in 2016, mm-hmm. and I... Like he got kind of the go ahead after Shin Godzilla is like, if you want to do some more stuff, we will 
talk to you. So he did, uh, he didn't direct this. Uh, he earlier this year, um, Shin Ultraman came out and he didn't direct that one, but he wrote it. And then Shin Kamen Rider, he directed and wrote. And then I think his next one, he's doing Shin Evangelion. The man will be doing Evangelion until he's in the ground. <laughs> but I have the exact same problem with Shin Kamen Rider that I had with uh, Ultraman. In the problem is they should have been TV shows. They should have been six to eight episode TV shows because of how they're set up. It is, they were, it's almost, it's a hair over two hours, but you can see where it's like, okay, this was episode one. This was episode two. This was like, you can tell what should have been the episodes and it makes the pacing feel it. It simultaneously makes the pacing feel rushed and slow at the same time. But for uh, Shin Kamen Rider, it's okay. It's I I don't hate it. I think it's a decent movie. I think if you're a Kamen Rider fan, you should watch it. I think, like I said, the pacing's bad. You never really get to know any of the characters because, it again, it felt like you should have had episodes to get to know the characters before things happen to characters. But the biggest problem with it is the fights. The fights are not good. There, there is one fight scene in the movie that I thought was actually fantastic. The only problem with it, it lasted the, the fantastic part lasted about 45 seconds. And then it went back to just like them cutting all over the place. And uh, the, the 45 seconds, it looked like a live action Dragon Ball Z. And I was very happy. And then it went back to not being good, but it's, I don't hate it. I will watch it again when it comes out, but it's not, I, I don't really understand why they did these movies like this. I don't know if they kind of wanted them to be TV shows, but then Toei, uh, Toho was like, no, or what? But they, they're just cut up weird. They're uh, both Ultraman and Kamen Rider are, have the exact same problem. Uh, it actually feels like a movie. But yeah, that was that's my biggest problem with uh, Shin Kamen Rider and the fact that it was only in theaters for one night for one showing. Made it like I there were a lot of people who were like, I would have liked to have gone seen that. I didn't know what was happening. So they didn't promote it very well. But yeah, it was just it's it's weird. I'm simultaneously excited and terrified for him, the live action Evangelion, because I love Evangelion, but I hope it's not this. That doesn't have the same problem. Same thing I said about Rogue One is that it it felt like it should have been a television show. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. It's I think Common Rider does it worse. But the the next movie is the new Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. It's pretty good. It's I it's not as good as Bumblebee, but I think I enjoyed it more. It's set in the nineties. It's just it's more Transformers, just more giant robots kicking the crap out of each other with <laughs> you actually being able you you can actually tell what's going on because it's not Michael Bay. <laughs> That's good. It's, I'm glad he's done. It, it feels like the I, I actually like the Bay movies. I know they're they're. They're not good, but there is a like dark part of me that enjoys those movies for some reason. Um, especially the uh, the last night. The last night is garbage, and I laugh through that movie every time I watch it. I, it's it's a enjoyable bad movie for me. But the human characters in this were really well done. I like the main character. He's not Shia LaBeouf, thank God. Actually, has a backstory. Has a cool family. It, it's a solid eight. So 7.5 to 8 out of 10. Like, it's it's a good movie. I I enjoy the Transformers movies, even though I'm not a big Transformers fan. Uh, the one thing I will say about it, and I will not spoil it, but there is something at the end of that movie that 
I don't know if my mouth has ever been open wider. It was a shock yep, that I, I, I did not. Oh, okay. You, I heard it yeah. already. I won't I say did, it, but yeah. Yeah, I did not expect that. And I was like, uh, what? And everybody in the theater was like, wait, what? What? What's happening? And so, yeah, that was really exciting for the future, maybe. And the last one I have to talk about is the one that I saw today before I saw Spider-Verse. Oh, boy, we get to talk about the Flash. This will, well, actually, before we get to that, that's going to be our last topic. Okay. Anything else anybody has? I have one quick thing if no one else has anything. I want to check. Okay. Nope. Uh, two things I just want to say. I saw Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark in theaters. God, that movie's still perfect. <laughs> so... I just yeah, it was they had a they had like a one night show or two night one night showing or something or two night show and I went and bought tickets and God was it great to see it again. Like that movie never gets old. And then I is saw that, a oh sorry, what? Uh is that the which one is that? That's the first one. First one, okay. I, I have only seen that movie. I've I just recently started the Indiana Jones. I've oh, never watched them before. That's perfect then to watch them like that. Just don't yeah. expect much for four, and I'm assuming five not gonna be too good from what I've heard. So we'll see. But I'll go see it, hopefully. Yeah. And then I saw a shadow cast of Jurassic Park, another perfect movie. So the yes. same week. So that was great. Shadowcast is where people were well, essentially low budget. They they dress up and act out the scenes and they're wearing dinosaur costumes. And it was fucking hilarious and well worth <laughs> what I paid to go see. But yeah, that's all. And then, yeah, our last thing would be Flash. Have you guys, all, have anyone else seen Flash besides John? Nope. Nope. Oh, me either. So <laughs> uh, we'll keep it spoiler, you know, spoiler free. Yeah, but yeah, what's your opinion on Flash? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, okay. Ezra Miller did a good job. I will I will say that they did a good job in the movie. Literally, like it's in the trailer. There are two Barry yeah. Allens in the movie too. They they did a good job playing both of those characters. Michael Keaton is Michael Keaton. I was I'm I'm just happy to have had him back. He's he's Michael Keaton as Batman again. It's good. The girl who played I cannot think of her name off the top of my head, but uh, played Supergirl. Please, for the love of God, give her her own Supergirl movie. She was fantastic for how little she was in the movie. They're not going to. They already have a I Supergirl know, I know. movie. Um, this is the end of the current DCEU. Yeah. Uh, that or Aquaman, I think. Or Aquaman starting it up, I'm not sure. I don't know if they know. General Zod, complete waste of time. I, he, I don't even know why they, they could have had it be anybody. I, eh. I, enjoy, I enjoyed the movie. It okay. got laughs in the theater. The jokes were pretty well written or pretty well executed. I don't know about written. They were funny. There, There is one about halfway through the movie. I would just say it is very running. I I thought I was going to fall out of my seat. I was laughing so hard. Okay. And That's a good sign. Might be the worst CGI I have ever seen. <laughs> the CGI in this movie is. I heard it was bad. Horrible. But, but and hear me out. It worked. I liked it. It's terrible. But for some reason with this movie, it, it somehow worked. I don't get it. I actually enjoyed the bad CGI. I thought it was, maybe it was so bad. I thought it was good. I don't know. It's so weird. The camp but actor. It, it's, it's tear. It, it, it's worse than I think any of the Marvel movies have ever been. It looks like a, it, it looks like PS2 graphics. Oh, half the time. That's bad. <laughs> it's, it's, but again, I enjoyed it. I, I like specifically walked out going like, I think the CGI was one of my favorite parts, but it's so, but it works for the movie for somehow stories. The story is actually really, I found the story to 
probably the best part. I, I like what they did. And there's even a, you know how in a lot of movies, like they're trying to solve a problem and you're like, well, if you just do this one simple thing, problem solved. There is a thing in the movie where you're like, well, just do this. And that actually happens. And you're like, oh, that uh, wasn't expecting you to be the smart. I give it credits for that because it okay. actually did what most movies don't. <laughs> my, my like for last thing, it had a lot of, I don't even know to call them cameos because 98% of them were CG and looked terrible. But there there are a lot of cameos in the movie. One okay. of them got a, a, one of the CG ones got a reaction in the theater of, oh my God, it looks so terrible, but it works for who it is. And we, everybody was just laughing. And there was a cameo at the end of the movie that I don't know how many of us in the theater went, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it was just a chorus of, like, 25 to 40 year old men going, what the, what the fuck? And it, it was the biggest reaction of the entire movie. It, I want to watch it again. I will not be seeing it again in theaters. Unlike Spider-Man, which I've seen three times. I have no interest <laughs> in seeing this in theaters again. Oh God. It's like a 6.5 or seven. Definitely going to see it. I enjoyed it. I it's when it's good. It's good. When it's bad, it's bad. We smash them all together. It's fun. That's all I can say. The, it's got really good music too. The music was super solid. I'll definitely watch it as soon as it's on Max. I yeah, I, I don't know. I'm like I for. I haven't seen a good DC movie other than the Suicide Squad in like ten years plus. So yeah, a movie um, that, I just, that I thought I, was good. So I I watch the animated. I see. One. A, I see yeah, a lot their of animated stuff is great. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just my personal taste, but yeah, I don't know. No, it no, just, yeah, it's no. like garbage. Uh, and I, I hate Ezra Miller as, as Barry Allen in uh, Justice League. So I can't imagine I'm going to like them a lot more. It's, Maybe it's the, it's the best they've ever been. That's good. That's good. And uh, I, the, I, the actress that plays Supergirl is um, she's a soap opera actress. She's yes, in, yeah. That's where I actually know her from because my yeah, mom used to watch that show. Yeah. She's in um, 276 and, episodes of Yuri Restless. Restless. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, I, I I enjoyed her for how long she was in the movie. But yeah, it's it's just a I like I said, don't no interest in seeing it in theaters. We'll probably buy the Blu-ray, maybe, and maybe just watch it on Max. But I do want to watch it again. Just no interest in doing it anytime soon. Yeah, yeah I was I kind of I was always going to see it, but I was also using it for an excuse just to be in the theater so I could see Spider Verse again. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I do want to see it just for Michael Keaton because, like, that 1989 Batman is the first live action movie I saw in a theater as a kid. Oh, yeah. And you, I have a big attachment to that character and that actor in the movie. So, you, you, you might, I mean, you will like Michael Keaton in the movie. You might either really enjoy what they did with his character or not like it at all. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm, not, that, I mean, I, was, I'm not precious about something like that because it's like, yeah. whatever. The, the old movies are still there. I can still go watch 1989 yeah. Batman anytime I want. Yeah, we actually just watched it last week. We did a reaction for it. I hadn't seen it in years. It still holds up. <laughs> yeah, I watched it last year. Yeah, just a- after all this time, that's what we got, and I'm 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 happy and sad at the same time. All right, we're gonna wrap this up because it's almost two and a half hours, and I have to edit this. So <laughs> call it there. Uh, first, uh, Michael, where can people find you at? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at Jack Billings Presents. Uh, you get clips of. Jack Billings presents. You can see if it's your cup of tea. It's a absurdist comedy scripted podcast that takes place in an alternate dimension, Reading, Ohio. I think it's really fun. We have a full cast. It's fully produced. It's it's I think a really good podcast, and not like too many things else that you're going to hear. 
You can also hear me on This Bizarre Adventure, which is that JoJo uh, rewatch podcast that I was talking about, and uh, go over to Some Nobody's uh, YouTube channel where you can see PowerPoint Showdown and No Time to Binge, which are my uh, improv comedy type shows. And that's where you can find me. All right. And Phoebe, what about you? Hi, I am the Let's Play Princess on YouTube and Twitch. On YouTube, I have a bunch of challenge videos and playthroughs of different games. Currently going through Fallout 3 and Virtue's Last Reward. And on Twitch, currently doing my first ever playthrough of Elden Ring with no spells, no rune arcs, no summoning NPCs or PCs, no spirits, just a golden halberd, the rod on armor, and a lot of praying. I will pray for you. Yeah, yeah I'm that. doing every single boss that has a trophy. Oh, no. I, th- oh, I think you could go pretty well so far. And I'm also going to do the DLC the exact same way. Nice. Uh, besides that, you can find me on Twitter, the LP Princess, where I post polls for what game I should play next every once in a while. And spreading the love of all these wonderful podcasts like the one that you are currently listening to. <laughs> and Carrie, where will find you at? Hey, I'm Caruseta on Twitch and YouTube. That's K-E-R-O-O-S-E-T-A. You can watch me on there uh, modifying or repairing video game consoles, as well as just playing uh, usually Dark Souls games, right? Here recently, just playing through Dark Souls 3 on Twitch. So check me out. All right, and John? You can find me over on the Commander Lionheart channel on YouTube. We do mystery movie friends, movie reactions, I think. I think the last one that he put up was Into the Spider-Verse. There's a mountain of them recorded. We have a bunch of them on there. He's got some to edit that go clear back to like the 1st of March that still haven't gone up. Uh, Yeah, we we did the Hunt for Red October on my birthday, which was in March, because that's one of my favorite movies of all time. But yeah, so uh, and you can find me on every once in a while, whenever he streams, I decide to get on discord with him while he's streaming. You can find me on his Twitch channel, the same name, Commander Lionheart. And if you want to find more episodes of this podcast, you can find everything we do on Podbean. We do comics, movies, TV shows, all sorts of stuff. So just go type in something search. And we also have like two years worth of these. We do it every month. So go find those too. If you want to hear more of randomness every month, because that's what it is. Normally not two and a half hours, but so go check that out. Uh, if you want to support the show, we do a Patreon, a little dog, you vote in our Patreon poll. We have a poll right now, Robin Williams movies Mike hasn't seen before. Go vote, it's a dollar. I also do other polls on there too, so definitely go check that out. If you want to talk to us, we have Discord, please join our Discord. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or anything, review us, just because it helps the algorithm. So give us a review. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hathfree. You can follow her on TikTok. And want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, Dirt's own podcast, a game it looks at for you. Definitely go check him out. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Later. Goodbye. Yeah,